Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Brought to you by Chex Mix. Nice. <laughs> Good one. Greetings and salutations. Mahalo. What's cracking, my Mike? What's new? What's what's new to the sun with you? Uh, well. Well, uh, like Angela's not having having hers. Uh, I'll check. I'll check it. I'll check it. I'll check it again. But uh, I'm kind of recuperating from it. Well, I, I had a mini call yesterday after JC and Shaman. But, oh, they're uh, back together again. Huh? They're back together again. Yeah, they've been. Yeah, they, yeah. Or with the guts. Oh, just like yeah. Uh, let's see what we got it. Let's see, Stark's got. You okay, invite so yeah, should invite them in here. Maybe they won't kick me out this time. Uh -huh. Let me see what we got going on here. Telephone is silent. What happened? I see the message. No call tonight. I see Angela's not on here. Blah blah blah. Everybody's all. Let me look. You are joining. The online studio. Okay, so your line like she's, is muted. She's Only the host can unmute your line. Yeah, she's not able to get in. Well, let's see. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was, I was David Merlin. He talked to the guy. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, yeah, I had him on. Uh, yeah, I had him on my call last week. I, uh, he dropped in after. He dropped in after. Uh, Adam with Angela. That was. Well, that I think was, I mean. I think I was speaking to him if I recall properly. Yeah. How's he doing? What's going on with him? Tell him to get back in here. But he, he tried to he tried to he tried to come on the next day, but I guess he was having trouble too. What about Carl Lentz? You should get him back. Now nah, he you know what he did? He just he had a block me or disconnected his number. Yeah, I haven't been able to get that to happen. Carl. You have a better chance of getting a hold of him than I do. Although, I got lucky the one time I talked to him. So close. The cookies to be able to change privacy after it's cookie. Dusty, did you hear that call with David Merlin last week? Damn it, damn it, damn it. Right, let me get out here. 
Who was the guest tonight on Angelus? Some time for a song. Yes, so. It's kind of breaking up a little bit. I don't know if it's the connection on the end I'm using, but it's kind of breaking up over here. Hey, did you hear that David Merlin call you last week? Dusty. Say that again, brother? Did you hear the David Merlin? David call Merlin? Yeah, last week on the call, but the back oh, the, call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a good call, I believe. <laughs> that was a great call. What a fucking claim it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I was going to tell him, you know, hey, you know, you know what Judge Judy would tell you and tell the audience? She would ask a good question and say, you know how, how people are lying? Their mouths move. Is that I true? know you're lying by the way <laughs> that your lips move. That one gal sang a song about that. Oh, I can even tell you're lying because you. Yeah, you know the song, probably, huh? Yeah, that's what it. Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, was like wow. Yeah. You want to stop talking, man? It's like I, I'd rather listen, you know. But if these people keep talking, 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 they never end. Just wow, like jeez. Breathe. Any new experience? Well, yeah, kind of. The I've heard allegedly that uh, could be the hundredth monkey is uh, coming. Say that again. I believe I heard the hundredth monkey is coming. Where at? Alaska? <laughs> All over the globe, possibly. The hundredth monkey. What does that mean? Dustin? Well, if you look it up, it's, uh, I think you could probably explain it better than I, but the hundredth monkey is where so many people catch on, and it only needs to be like uh, 40% of people before a concept catches on. They call it the hundredth monkey because they did a study with a bunch of monkey, 100 monkeys, and so like a certain percentage of them started doing something and regardless if the other monkeys were taught or not they it just seemed to uh they seemed to catch on magically almost if that makes any sense they called it the hundredth monkey effect anyway kind of interesting i heard i hear speak speak on it Oh, that's an interesting topic. I had a feeling it was something like that. 
sort of topic. Um, is it kind of like the uh, 400 years thing, the resemblance? The what, do you, what is 400 what? 400 years thing? Yeah, kind of like, yeah, I, the biblical perspective? Yeah. I believe it could be in line with that somewhat, but yeah, they did a like an experiment with monkeys and taught them how to. Oh, I believe it was potatoes or something, and um, it's been a long time since I read that study, but yeah, it seemed like after a certain percentage of the monkeys. Um, learned something than other monkeys that weren't there but they brought in hung around for a little while and without having been taught or anything they just started doing it and it was kind of interesting um, <laughs> no, I, I mean I mean it looks really cool but every you know as of late like even in um, so called governmental offices and stuff like that I've been interesting I've been hearing people speak to things that you would never I would never imagine spoke of in these settings these particular settings I don't want to say exactly settings, but it seems to me like you know like truth and, and who you are all these things it's it's pretty incredible that's why i say i believe the hundredth monkey is approaching interesting well i believe that's a good thing right say that again brother is that a good thing well uh, it depends on your perspective i believe your in your so-called perspective, what uh, do you think? In your so-called perspective, good or bad? Well, I guess I'd have to think about it. You know what thinking can do. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> this is David. David. It, it could be. It could be a good thing, but it could be a bad thing too um, because it seems it would require a lot of claims. <laughs> kind of like a double-edged sword. Get out of the, the weather here just a second. Yeah. Okay. I can hear you now. Um, I don't know, uh, Mikey, if it's a good thing or a bad thing. It seems that it could be a thing, though, um, per the observation that I use. And, yeah, so-called people waking up to to uh, some of these concepts, but still it would involve rights and, I believe, the definition of claim etymology that I have in Skype there is a, a claim uh, a claimant, excuse me, is someone who asserts that they have a right of any kind. Have you seen that? Interesting. 
I can send that over to you on the Skype page. But yeah, the etymology of claimant is one who asserts they have a right of, of any kind, a right to this, a right to that. So it seems in order to so-called, yeah, I mean, the hundredth monkey effect could be <laughs> not a good thing at all. But again, it could be a good thing as well. Enjoy. So, yeah, I guess it depends on the perspective and uh, and that sort of thing. So, I don't know. What, what do you think about it, brother? <laughs> well, I think that um, it's kind of like a uh, a so-called uh, a great awakening kind of thing. Yeah. Right, it's that kind of sounds like, like it. It seems like that to me because there's folks talking about like people. One gal, for instance, that in an office, she says, she says they they just don't know who they are, Dustin. They they don't know who they are, and uh, it begins within and stuff. I mean, talking about a position that an amazing position of power to to say some of these things is pretty. It's it's like wow. Am I really hearing this from somebody <laughs> in such a position of power? Am I really like I'm having <laughs> right. questions? And, so, and you know, she you know, talking about things like you know, you know, it's oftentimes we want to blame others when it's really the one that's looking in the mirror. And I'm going, my jaw's like hitting the floor. I'm like, am I really hearing what I what I'm hearing? And it was it's incredible, but when I that's that's the idea that's when I say I believe the hundredth monkey is approaching. That's that's what I mean by the belief. Others may see it differently in that, and that's fine too. But I yeah. So, anyways, that's interesting. Interesting topic. Yeah, I like that. I like that topic. It's pretty cool. It's uh something to ponder over. How's the weather and everything? Uh, it's fucking dry, dry at the moment. I believe it's just windy. Need some rain. They call it Santa Ana winds. Santa Ana winds. Yeah, it's just like just dry up wind. Cool. What about over there? Yeah, what you got on the playlist today, brother? What what you working with? Today I'm working with a couple of different genres. Genres. Uh huh. <laughs> so. You got evidence of that, Mikey? <laughs> hey, you want to hear it? <laughs> you wanna hear it? Thank you. All right. I don't got the speakers. Let me know if this sounds crappy or not. And if it does, oh, well. It seemed to me like the bat song was a little shorter than usual. But uh, and it, a little more distant, maybe, from the microphone or something. But uh could still hear it, so... 
I'll let All you know, man. Cool. All right, let's see. Let's go with this one.
Interesting. Come through pretty good. Yeah, it sounded all right. Or did it sound like normal, like a normal speaker would? anybody else out there? Is there anybody out there? Can you hear me? I hear you loud and clear. Like a like a like a Rolling Stone. Just uh just let, just let go of, just let go of Jack and go get the whistle. I'll go get you. Yeah. Sorry, boo. Oh, that's my fault. No, I was no, trying no, to no, I'm busy right now. switched over. Right. Sorry. What's going on, David? Hola. Southern California, you. Huh? I'm down here in Alabama. Oh, nice. Good shit. 
Yeah, it is, man. The weather's getting cooler. It's kind of nice now. So, so California, you said, huh? No, me. I'm in Alabama. Oh, Alabama. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought you heard you say California. Yeah. No, it's talking is it hot? You said Santa Ana winds a while ago. <laughs> I figured, okay, somewhere in CA. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to tell you. How's the Santa Ana winds? But so you're not around here. I used to drive a truck, man. I just, I give it up. I said, no, I ain't doing this shit no more. To drive all over, man. Fuck that shit. <laughs> well, you didn't like it? I don't know, man. It's just the job never stops. You know what I'm saying? When you're over the road driver, it just the job never stops. And and you just, God damn, the money ain't near good enough. So fuck it. I was done with it. Too much shit to keep track of. Every state's got their own fucking shebang of bullshit. Yeah, guess who believes the bullshit? <laughs> and you ask yourself, who's the asshole here? The bullshit or the one believing the bullshit? <laughs> That'd be you know, you know, the only thing that we really need to do as a people in this country, Mikey, is to demand. I mean, absolutely fucking lay down the law. Motherfuckers, we will come up here and lynch your ass and replace you. Is to demand for the legislation to outlaw what's called usury on the money itself. I'm not talking about investment return because then you're talking about the productivity actually creating the additional income from the investment. But outlaw the interest that's on the money, the currency itself. If we just did that one fucking thing as a people, just come together and say, look, the bank have made their fucking profit since 1980 when everything went, productivity skyrocketed to the moon. Just outlaw that shit, man. You cannot have usury on the money itself. Then we can start seeing a little bit of fucking daylight. Then we can start having corporations where they're actually owned by the people that work there. Uh, and, and how did you come up with this? Just revelation, inspiration. Oh. Bearing notes. Hey. Reading shit. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with the stuff going on today? They control the interest rate. They control the money. Period, top to bottom. And when you mean, and when it's, you mean, they, they, who are you talking about? It's a system designed for only the wealthy. It is. It, I mean, it's it's just like casino rules. The house is going to win. 
house always makes the profit. Those that have the money can get involved with the big transactions. But the fact, the very fact that they're able to charge interest on the currency itself <clears throat> has enslaved the idea of a good government. They own the government. You know, we allowed uh, big money to be in there with lobbyists to control how legislation goes. You know, all that shit's got to change, man. Well, oh, allegedly. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but just, just call me David. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What, what are we going to say right now, David? Well, that was it. I just, uh, you know, I... I mean, we're the ones in charge, dude. These fucks are not in charge. The United States Congress has no authority whatsoever. Zero. The United Nations has no authority whatsoever. None. We have the authority, which is the power, period. That's what authority means. It means power. And, and we have not gathered ourselves on a 12-word uh, standard of how, of how hey, our Dave, world's going to be. What? Just to, I don't want to interrupt you. David, is this David Strait? Nope. No. Nope, nope. Not as familiar. I apologize, brother. Uh, pleasure having you. Sorry about that. I don't, I don't, Dusty. Where are you at there, Dusty? Dusty? Allegedly, Alaska. Allegedly. Right on. Anna Von Wright's territory, huh? Vicinity. <laughs> I don't know if it's a territory, but might have sat down for a cup of coffee a time or two. Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's something else, man. She's a character. I've read a lot of her stuff, but, you know. But you, you do business with the criminal enterprise, and, and that's what you are, is an associate of the criminal enterprise. I, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. You know, have you tried everybody, it? Everybody, huh? Well, have what? you tried? If you can't, have you tried it? What do you mean you can't try it? Is every time you spend a Federal Reserve note engaging with that enterprise you speak of, David? No, it's not. And the reason why is because Northern Holdings and Trust has nothing to do with, is not, and never will be, this alleged government. It is not associated and it is not part of the alleged government. How, brother? Huh? Hold that.
said, how is that? How is it not associated? It's like saying Walmart's is a part of the government. But David, question is, uh, You have a you have an issue with corporations, brother. Well, yeah, because corporations were designed for the benefit of the people, and yet the corporate charters are permanently stockholder board members that profit. And the people don't benefit. People were actually supposed to benefit by the institutions, not only in the consumption of the goods and services, but also in the profit sharing. That's not how it went. Corporate welfare became the the standard instead of the welfare for humanity or for mankind. Could it be? Could it be only the claimants are the ones that have to deal with that burden? What about what what about just using this stuff? Hey, what's the issue? I like to use that over there. You got an issue with it? I'm led to believe the claimant has no issue if I use this. Yet again, what the fuck do I know? Say that again. Yet again, what the fuck do I know? Mm. You have any interesting uh, court stories or anything like that, David? Police encounters? No, I haven't had any interaction with the courts about a number of years now. That's a good thing, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's been a while over here. What's going on, trust law man? What's going on, Mikey? How you doing? How you doing, dude? All right, doing all right. Yourself, family. Just, you know, just still breathing. I guess that's a good thing. Been doing anything lately? Uh, so far, no, not. Actually, everything's been 
One thing I do actually, I actually did get a mail from back from the uh, what's it called <laughs> from yeah. Montgomery Shader, the the bank executive assistant. Yeah, call back. No, he sent me a letter actually, just I think last week. Yeah, I just received it. He saw like uh, basically that we uh, what we spoke about. But the only thing is that he never answered my question. All he said was basically uh, is because I told him if he could um, if he can forward me to somebody higher, and that wasn't possible. I guess because he hasn't he he didn't hit me up. He just said basically um, well we're gonna have to uh. The case is closed. You still owe this amount, and I was like, "So I guess I got to send him back a letter saying, kind of like a memorandum, telling him what we spoke about, what day we put the account of season this is, um, to remind him of what happened, what we agreed on, and so he can, uh, you know, he can have that all recorded, recorded or whatever. And if he agrees to it, unless he he asks for an error, unless he says, "Oh wait, it's an error. We didn't agree on that," or it's a whole different story, you know, but. But right now, I'm just thinking about sending him a recording about what happened, what we spoke about, and stuff like that. Okay. Because I'm trying to, uh, I'm still trying to persist on that card, man. Even though he says no or whatever, I'm still going to persist on escalating the, the call forward. What's up with you, though? Oh, no stuff just working every day. That's cool. <clears throat> What's up with the game? You talk to Zoe, Dominic, everybody lately, or what? I was just with Dominic a while ago with, uh, I guess, some other issue with some girl over there. So I'm trying to help them out if I could. Um. And so basically, we're gonna. They're doing their thing right now. I haven't spoken to them though. It's been a while. Which is gonna be like a third party, third party tour? No, I don't do that anymore. I told them they're on their own. I can't be doing that third party stuff anymore. I feel like a third party interloper getting involved in that stuff. That doesn't concern me, you know. It's like meddling. Don't meddle in things that don't concern you. Still working out every day or what? Actually, I just took a break. This is actually two days already. This is my third day taking a break. Uh, But I was working out a lot. Like, a lot, but just, I just got a sore throat. Just recently, I still have it kind of, so I kind of took a break right now at the moment. Hopefully, I get better. So, so with you, any no, what happened earlier? I had got that thing from both Flop had posted it, but I had um screenshot and saved it. You know what I mean? Like the stuff that I was asking about. Nah, like, 
the way they got this written down, like the question is like where you like where do you live? And then the person said me, um, me with with my parents. And then <laughs> and so forth. Uh, like, you know what's another one? Where do you live? Right here. <laughs> <laughs> Could it be right here? You know? <laughs> uh, uh, and I guess you probably said the same thing. I live with my parents. They asked me, like, well, who do you live with? Like, and your responsibility yeah. what? Parents? I just be like, whatever, see how I live with anybody. Uh, okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I guess just keeping it ambiguous, you know, and on point. That's the hard, I know, that's what I'm trying to get in my head, though, to try to stay on point. Well, I really can't get no practice in doing it. The only thing I, I can come across too is like like reading stuff like this, like through the Skype groups or something. I may pick up like little bits and pieces of information, like that stuff. Like. That's cool. But I mean, how hard is how hard can it be to meet the claimant? What else you gotta do? Yeah. You want to, you need to, hey, because I'm getting these offers back from Bank of uh, Credit One Bank of my credit limit, because I guess I see some insisted out of account and they're actually offering me back a credit limit. So I'm thinking about calling them up and saying, counter offer that. You know how they give you an offer? So you want to counter offer that? So I'm thinking about counter offering that with a, hey, yo, I got this. This is a cool place down there. It's worth a million, you know? So who can I talk to you know, that can make this happen? Uh, we'll see what, what happens, but um, you know, until I do it, how else would I know? You know, see what, so see what happens. You know, I want to see if anything cause and effect in a sense. How would you handle something saying like, like, like say like natural resources, which would be like your water and your electric? The company wanted to come after you and say, well, you owe us X amount of dollars. Or you stole something, or you stole so-called water, stole electricity. And what, you would just say, whatever else do you have of that? And... Yeah, who told you it was stolen? Is this your property? Mm -hmm. No. Then whose is it, you know? And what's this stealing? What's this stealing thing? Who, who told you I'm stealing? Hmm. Who you told know, you I, that? I, I know it's not that, there, but natural resources is like every person, well, every so-called person has the right to use natural resources. Wait. It's here, you know, it's part of creation. Man's dominion over earth, I'd love to believe. So, so the natural resource is the flow of, you know, the resource on it.
just like he's a living individual. This stuff just come naturally, just like stay on point. Like no matter what somebody might ask you, you gotta answer to it. Like, well, I mean, until you meet the claimant, well, there's you know what's what's there to answer, man. This, uh... yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, that is that is true. Could the answer could the answer be asking yourself what's the best for everybody? That be the answer. But um, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting stuff, man. It's uh, <laughs> it's great. I love it. It's like something I've been like tomorrow. It's my day. It's the so-called day off. So I'm probably gonna be causing and affecting a lot of things tomorrow. Right. Interesting part is no, nobody's called me up, man. I haven't been no debt collection. Nobody, nobody wants to deal with me. So. I know I've been listening. To, what's that YouTube um oh uh, what's that channel? He's, he's always talking to debt collectors and all that on the phone. But, oh, you know, uh, who's making the claim? Or who's claiming that? Yeah. Like the person at the, the so-called debt collector, like the debt collector would just hang up. You know what I mean? Like, if they can't even get past, well, the name and all this other crap, they pretty much just, like, hang up. You know what I mean? Like, it don't go no further than that. Like, or... Who am I speaking to? You know what I mean? And he might say, "Well, what, well, what number did you just call?" Like, well, that's a good, that's a good saying and all. But the reason why I I go the other route is because you know, I I want to deal with the matter if there is one with the name I allegedly use. And since I use that name, I have a so-called interest. I have a so-called interest in that name. So if there's a controversy. Involved, I like to know first and foremost, you know, um, to know what the fuck's going on with that name. That's why I do it the other way with the name. I get over the whole who you calling, you know. I mean, it's funny, it's fun when you do it that way, though. <laughs> just you get my job, it says, yeah. You would use that with the debt collectors and dealing with the court, dealing with court issues. It's no different. They're all debt collectors, if you ask me. Yeah, it's rough for us. Yeah, they are. Well, yeah, yeah. Judge is nothing but a debt collector also. Allegedly, he's in the bench, the bank. They call him a bank for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe he's trying to let the natural resource flow. Maybe the judge's job is the riverbank, is to keep the claimants on the land and keep the non-claimants, the users, in the water so they can just flow down the river and get what they need. Could that be the, the division here? The separation of the wheat from the chain? Mm. 
<clears throat> but yeah, it's uh, I was just on the call with Dominic. He's he's been having some success with a lot of things, so that's pretty cool. Oh, okay. His, I got cre- his credit score seems to be going up now too. So good for him. I'm just trying to get to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you need to claim it, what else can you do, right? Mm Going on with everybody else. Money, Mike Love. Hey, Kazoo, what's going on, bro? It's been a while. And then I got this parking ticket that came in. Well, it really wasn't a ticket. It was like a piece of paper from um, the so-called city of Philadelphia. Trying to say that I owe them a amount of dollars. I had my tag number on the, on the piece of paper, and they said that they turned it over to a um, turned it over to a, um, a law firm to collect the debt. So I guess I'm going to wait for them to call me. I guess uh, or send me a paper so I don't know who, what lawyer, or I mean, so-called law firm is trying to get in contact with me to clear up a so-called debt. If you if you had the number for for the individual, you got to call. I like to do. Uh, I like to call them as soon as possible. There wasn't no number on this piece of paper. It just something that came. It, it just had. It was just red highlighted. Um, we will be sending this to our law, our our our, our so-called law firm, to let this debt. I will, I will call the uh, the credit the so-called creditor, the one who's you know alleging that is going to the law firm to go and ask for the law firm's number to deal with that firsthand. The intention I think when you go out there and do the discovery to try to settle it as soon as possible shows the intention. I believe, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to resolve the so-called matter as soon as possible? Which is an act of good faith, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Something I learned something I learned dealing with all this shit is the act of good faith and bad faith, which is the intention, what you're doing. Actions speak louder than words, so. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why it works a lot for me because I try to, you know, deal with it as soon as possible. I try not to procrastinate, you know. I think that's what Napoleon Hill once said: "Don't procrastinate." And from what I read, and from what I found out the other day, he's a, he was a lawyer also. I'm like, oh, look at that. What's going on? Nine oh five. Hey, how's it going? 
Hey, who's this? It's the one they call Darren. Darren, what's going on, brother? Long time no hear from you guys. I, I, I guess I was missing out that you guys were having a later show. I just caught on to it today, so I just came back from home to see if the show was on. I haven't heard Batman on in a while. Yeah, he's uh, I guess you can say the call finally. He's gone out fishing, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, it's about time. Uh, yeah, so I said, I was like, yeah, go out there and fish, but I think it's time, you know. But and, this, the show has been going pretty good there. Um, I, I guess, yeah, it's, uh, and, uh, they've had some pretty interesting uh, thoughts going on with other people here. Yeah, it's it's what I like about it is luckily the brother Dusty over here too, so yeah. he's still on with, with the show ongoing. He's willing to host it still. Oh, and people still come on here, so I think it's fucking awesome. So did, what does he do? Come on and start the show and then pop in and out? Uh, sometimes. I, I'm not sure. I think he's still he's there right now, but um, some, most sometimes, yeah, he still does that. You know, a little busy probably. There's been some uh, some cool stories going on. People trying this, that, and the other thing. From from what I just uh, from what story I just actually got last actually just two days ago from a brother known and described as Jerry. I guess he uh, sent me a little sky message on his testimony, and he doesn't know about the back calls tonight. But I should have told him about it. Um, but he's been having success with it. I guess he taught he. You know, his friend did it or something like that, and it's working to work for him. And I was like, cool, you know. Could it be that simple? The neighbor, you know, or the the brother down the corner can do it, you know, just one, two, three. How hard can it be, you know? Oh, it sounds easy, Mike, but then you don't know. It's <laughs> Sometimes the ego gets in the way, and that's where it makes it hard, I think. <laughs> Yeah, if you add a lot of shit to it, I've been there. <laughs> I started adding a lot of shit to the, uh, you know, the so-called keep it simple. And sometimes I'd be adding a little, a little bit more than what I should. You know, don't add to, don't take away. But sometimes I add a little bit, and no, everything goes differently. <laughs> and that's why I like to say keep it simple. I think it's, it has worked for me most of the time. It's when I keep it simple. Instead of adding shit to it, man, then I'm all duty myself. Yeah, I've been down that road many times, and every once in a while, I still fucking. It's uh, it's a work in progress, but uh, I truly believe it's the road to walk down. If you can, if you can hold it, man. If we could start children off in the beginning of their lives with this idea, I think we might save the world. Far <laughs> <laughs> I'm so old, and I've I've, I've tried. Ego pops in, and you fucking post something, and you think you got something to prove, and you only end up proving that you're a fucking other idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you got the claimant right next to you, and like, but then I feel better because there's a bigger idiot, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's. <laughs> I was in court the other day, and I, said, I asked the judge, I said, well, is uh, Her Majesty coming? Oh, well, you know that she won't be here. 
Well, so how do I know that? Are you telling me she's not going to be here? <laughs> he didn't want to go there. And that was when? Her Majesty this, or Regina, they call it, so it's, it's a little bit different on this side of the ditch, but... There ain't nobody home, Mike. Nobody's home. Well, tonight or today or morning? What, what, what central time are you in right now? Central, I'm on, it's uh, like 10 o'clock here in Ontario, uh, Canada. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right by the, the alleged uh, seven wonders of the world, uh, Niagara Falls. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, right now I'm working on the, uh, I'm still working on the so-called closed account, Darren. How's that going? So, well, just uh, last, well, last couple of weeks ago, like three weeks ago, I spoke to the executive assistant, the president. And we ended up, you know, agreeing that he was going to forward the message to the uh, president or vice president. And so he just sent me a letter, actually, last, just a couple of days ago. Uh, with his address, his full name, you know, ID number, everything. And he mentioned something about, you know, that he allegedly uh, so-called forwarded to the higher you know, people. And they all agreed that basically that I owe a certain amount of money and this is an attempt to collect the debt, blah, 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 blah. So I think I want to send him a kind of a letter, just a kind of like a memorandum, you know, paper telling him on what we agreed on last week and the following week before, the prior week before that, um, that we were going to cease and desist a collection activity, which he agreed to, all recorded on the phone line, and that the following week he was going to send that over to the president, and the president was supposed to call me back with any updates, which he kind of failed to do so. So I think there was a failure to communicate at some point. And so right now I'm gonna I'm thinking about sending him a letter saying, oh, I think there may be a failure to communicate um, based on the evidence, you know, or something like that. Um, I, I've been uh, going down um, like the mistake thing. I believe there's a mistake. And um, I, I've been dabbling, like for instance, today I just, around here it's uh, so-called election time, like for local county stuff, right? So they send you right. the election to your house. But the name is in all capital letters, right? So today I had a little fun. I phoned the Elections Canada. I said, listen, because uh, it says, you know, report if it's incorrect name or address, right? So I got the guy on the phone. He don't know any. Like, he's just, he was actually pretty nice, and we joked, and we laughed about it and everything. I said, uh, yeah, I'm just phoning you guys up to say there's a mistake on the card. He goes, oh, what's that? I said, well, it's the way the name, uh, the style of the name. He says, well, what do you mean? I said, well, it's in all capital letters. I mean, as far as I know, in school, they teach us to spell it a different way. So I believe there's a mistake in the name or something, you know, something's going wrong. He goes, well, you know, give us the name and uh, look in the computer. And so we got talking, right? And he's as innocent as can be in this sense, right? So he's going, okay, so what I'll do is I'll just try and change the name back to lowercase. Well, he starts punching it in the computer, and the computer won't let him. It, it, he... Oh, I'm sorry about that noise. So uh, lower case in the computer, he goes, well, the computer won't let me. 
I said, well, what about when it comes to spelling the name of the city and all that? He goes, well, it lets me do it that way, but when it comes to the name, it, it like he'll push the lowercase and it shows up in capital letters. I said, well, I believe there's probably a problem with the computer program. What do you think? He goes, well, that's strange, right? I had him going on this. <laughs> so uh, he says, I'm going to call my supervisor up and I'll get back to you and let you know uh, what we can do about this. I said, great, I'm, I'm interested in hearing. What the, what the reasons for the change, that the, I, I called it a, a conversion. So I've been looking into conversion law, and you know, anything that somebody converts without your permission or knowledge is kind of like a so-called violation or whatever the heck, allegedly. Um, I guess a lot of people are okay with it because they don't stand up and say anything about it. So I've been at this, and so the guy gets back to me today. He goes, well, I talked to my supervisor. He said, well, that's just the way it is. It's for people that can't see very well, so it's for clarity reasons. And I thought, <laughs> I thought that's the strangest way to, uh, you know, for people that, uh, you know, for clarity to see what the hell the name is, right? Anyways, uh, he's going to look into it further. He's going to call up the head office and find out if there's a way they can correct the mistake. So anyway, I was I've been having fun with that sort of thing. You know, I, I just got, you know comes in the mail. I, I believe there's a mistake. I call them up. I ask them. You know, I even get them to uh, kind of agree that you know that's not proper. What, you know, is that what we were taught? Is this the way we're supposed to do it? Well, you know, what's going on here? And so they kind of uh, agree with you once they've agreed that there's possibly a mistake. And I said, well, listen, I, this card the card's got a mistake on it. And vote. So, anyways, I've been just having fun with that kind of stuff. <laughs> it sounds like fucking fun. <laughs> I've I've been having fun with the uh, what they call it called season desistings. Oh man, that's beautiful. I did that once to uh, <laughs> I did that to a Revenue Canada agent here about um, I think it was going back now about five or six years, and <clears throat> she was like a Barracuda, and uh, she just kept coming, kept coming. And I was like, "Fuck! How do I get this broad?" So I, I, I wrote her a letter, a notice of liability, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, basically, uh, you know, put it to her to that if she had firsthand knowledge of the debt, that you know, if she could uh, write an affidavit that. Um, she had first knowledge and knowledge of the debt, and she was, all, you know, all this stuff. And uh, otherwise, she used to cease and desist what she was doing, harassing, you know. And or I would lay charges, and I would hold her and her estate accountable. And you know, I, I just put a bunch of mumble jumble in there. But I'll tell you, I registered that letter. I ain't heard of fucking Revenue Canada since. Nice. Would that be the tax collection agency or something? That's the so-called uh, tax collection agency for uh, uh, the Queen in Canada, allegedly. Interesting. <laughs> well, that's what I'm planning on doing when they do the phone call over here at the so-called place I allegedly work. Because I do, well, I, I did mean, the, uh, I did you know, the According exam. to the maxims, uh, an unrebutted affidavit stands as truth and law. So, I mean, where's your affidavit of that? You know, that such a thing is owed. Like, how do you know that? Like, who told you that? Where do you get this information from? How do you know for sure? You know, I just keep hammering with that. Oh, that's beautiful. Keeping it simple. Yeah, babe. that's the that's what I did, too. Keeping it in that principles. 
Who told you that? And how'd you come up with that? The computer told you that? Cool, have it speak up a little louder. I can't hear it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I got a couple other things going. I went to a tribunal, and uh, the, 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 the entity didn't fare out so well. But uh, we're into what we do now is um, go into, uh, I know Batman would have something to say about this. But, you know, I mean, you're in the game, you're playing it, you're using the... I say that, you know, using the facilities that are available. So I, I file what they call a judicial review and a stay to stay because they put an order. They want me to do something, right? And, you know, as long as somebody's going to pay the bill, I got no problem. I just want to make sure they're bonded and they got insurance before I do anything for them. Uh, nonetheless, I filed into the, 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 what they call a Supreme Court a uh, judicial review of, of the matter. And uh, we're in the process of, uh, of of doing that right now, and seeing what it's gonna, how it's gonna take to get into a, a higher court, because the tribunal was kind of like a kangaroo court, and um, they were basically saying, you know, if you don't take this step, you can't go to this other step, and you know, claiming all this bullshit. And I didn't want to go that step. I said, listen, if this is a problem, let's go right to the top and deal with it. And they didn't. It's just uh, like a lower level government. Um, I don't know what the fuck you'd call them, but nonetheless, they can be a bit of a pain in the ass if they want to be, and uh, I'm hoping that I've managed it enough to uh, make them sort of go away and uh, put them on notice. I've already put them on notice for liability, and they've kind of gone silent, bonded um, in a kind of way. So we're, we're waiting to see what the outcome of that is. That'll be a good story when that's over, whether... I managed to get it through the grand delusion uh, of the courts yet to be seen. But uh, so far, it's been going on since November of last year, and I've managed to keep them at bay, basically, uh, with basically uh, saying, look, if you want to do business with me, there's terms and conditions, and I want to be paid, and then I'd be happy to do whatever it is you need me to do as long as it's not going to hurt anybody. They didn't. They took that as a refusal to do something. Uh, but hey, in this world, it's all business. I mean, I have that. I had the guy on the stand, and I said to him, "Is it true you you work for Her Majesty?" "Yes, I do." He says. This guy, he had uh, pulled out some authority cards. So we asked him in the tribunal for if he brought his authority card with him, and he said, "Yes, I did." Actually, their lawyer, his lawyer, asked. And they, the lawyer says, okay, is there anywhere on that card where it says uh, such and such in the act that you have the authority to do this inspection and this sort of thing? And he pulled this card out, and he goes, no, it doesn't say. The lawyer goes, that's all. And I said, okay, my turn to ask questions. I said, do you want to pull that card back out and read for the tribunal here what it does say on there, that that card you've been using as your authority card, allegedly you've just testified here for seven years Every time you come to a place of business, you pull out this authority card. I said, could you read for the fucking tribunal here what it says on there? And reluctantly, this guy read it out. But you know what it was? It was his employee card. It was fuck all to do with authority or anything. Fuck. The questions I, the questions I with were like bricks to his face. You should have seen it. It was fucking classic, man. And then his partner, a 30-year partner, did the very same thing. 
and but they 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 had to testify and like uh, they couldn't hear each other's testimony, so one had to go out of the room while the other testified. And when I brought them back in, their lawyer didn't fucking ask that question. They knew they were fucked right away. Like you present something, you say you got authority, and now I question your authority, and they find out it's your fucking employee card. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's fucking. That's fucking nice, dude. <laughs> They define on their own. I would have never thought to ask that question if their fucking dumb lawyer didn't bring it up. Thank goodness for that. I mean, shit, I was happy that he did. Maybe he wasn't so dumb, but... Then then the good lawyer, he brings out this book, this law book, and he's... Uh, he's so they don't got a copy for me, right? So he says, oh, you can have my book to look at, right? So I'm looking at the section he's talking about, and the next fucking page over, there's a section there where it says... The deputy registrar may negotiate with, okay, so fuck, I've been negotiating all along. You guys say I refuse? Like, what the fuck? When did I ever refuse, you know? And, I mean, I bring that up to them, and they all just fucking look. I said, well, it's right here in your fucking book. I guess you shouldn't have given me this book to look at because I didn't pay attention to what they were showing me. I went to fucking, as soon as I seen negotiations, something was drawn to me, I started to read that part of the act. I'm well, well, there you go right here. The fuck it says right here you can negotiate. This guy goes silent. I write him letters. He makes a claim. He don't answer back. I rebut his fucking claim. And then he goes silent. Like, what the fuck? You know? Anyway, so that's what's going on with that. But... Damn, that sounds like fun. <laughs> well, it's, I, you know, it's it's been a bit stressful. I'll say that because... It takes my mind away from the things that I'd rather have it on. But uh, nonetheless, it's one of those, you know, being in business, It's I think it's, you know, something that i got to face and deal with, however, you know, and uh, asking questions seems to fucking turn to go silent. You don't want to answer those fucking questions. Yeah, it makes you wonder why, huh? <laughs> It seems it's going along. See what happens. We'll We'd love to idea. hear. We'd love to hear what happens, man. That would be interesting. It's going to take uh, well the judicial review. We're going to see what happens anyway. Now the, the judicial uh, review. The judicial review is because based on a, uh, a judicial determination that was a mistake, or yeah, basically we're. I'm making a claim. Yes, I am. But I'm making a claim with information that hopefully backs it up, the claim I'm making, because otherwise I wouldn't make the fucking claim, um, that supports uh, basically that there is an error in law, that there is an error in the judgment. Um, maybe even, I, I won't go there to say that the guy was biased in a sense, other than the fact that there is an error in, in the law and what he did. And so that's what I'm I'm bringing up, and that'll be up to uh, the so-called Justice League to uh, <laughs> decide whether or not that. Yeah. Thing is, you can't you never give up. Can't fucking give up. I I've, I've taken this as farther than anybody I've ever known in history to go with this type of situation. Uh, most people back down and give up and take their shit kicking, but I'm here to see it right to the end because, uh, you know, fuck, I'm, I want to see what happens. 
You know, that's how I am right now with the close account. That's how, I mean, I've never seen anybody do that, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go for it. Yeah. So see what happens with it. See how far I can We've get. We've been talking right? about it for years. Yeah, that's why. I've been hearing about it for years, and nobody's ever done anything about it. So I'm like, hey, maybe it's time to stop messing with the courts and start messing with the bankers over here. For sure. Well, I, I think there's certain terminology. I've, um, I've heard it's somebody called the comptroller or the fucking... I, I think it's basically a notice uh, to the CEO or the CFO. Because it uh, deals with finances, I think you got to direct it to the CFO, Chief Financial Officer. Sometimes what happens is Chief Financial Officers, from what I've found around here, um, they do, they'll sometimes be a Chief Financial Officer of four or five different organizations. Like around here, uh, the one Chief Financial Officer we were looking into, he was a Chief Financial Officer for the YMCA, he was a Chief Financial Officer for like Costco, and he was a chief financial officer for uh, another company. So these guys wear hats for at different companies. When we started looking into it, we found that they're the ones that um, got the power switch to turn it on and off. They have the authority to go in the computer and make the changes. Well, that's what I've actually got to send you something through us. Uh, Discords, what I found out is they use these terminologies like asleep at the switch um, yeah. and, and stuff. Asleep at the switch. Now, I mentioned that to the executive assistant vice president, and he actually went along with it. He didn't even ask me what that meant. And that, you know, what that led me to believe is wow, like they know what the terminology means. Like, you know, uh, asleep you, at the switch. I think, Mike, if you don't use the right terminology, they know you're, or they'll be looking at you as one of those so-called free men on the lands. That's why you have to know what you're talking about when you go in there, I think, or not. I'm not saying like, like you can know anything, but the, the words, there's key words, I think, that help turn the switches on. I think like the I, next, like something I've been thinking about it also is, you know, Talked about the closed account and everything, but then I started looking up as to why, you know, the background accounting information behind it. There's these two, there's these two things called a uh, temporary closed account, and then there's a permanent closed account. And the temporary account is where all the assets and all non-liability stuff goes at, right? And then the permanent account is the different. It sounds good and all, but it actually is the liabilities, the liability, uh, so-called chart. So I told ba uh, Batman about what I found out as to why it could be considered that. And he told me, you know, it's because we live in a, he, he's led to believe we live in a closed system, right? And so I kind of looked that up and it's kind of, from what I researched, I, I guess you can say it's true. You know, we live in a closed system. And then he told me, you know, not, do we live permanently or do we live, for, you know, temporarily? And so I was like, that's interesting that maybe that could be a, symbiotic connection with the temporary closed account maybe that's what the terminology means and that's what that i was thinking about sense. you know why it, because it, the thought just came to me now is like a while ago i had a corporation and i didn't know what to do with it like i wasn't using it so i went to a lawyer and he says well you just put it on the shelf he said why he says well corporations never die so they never close 
is going to shelf. And once it's once it's created, it never dies. So I think once they create, and this is where I still keep it still keeps dragging me back to the the style of the name, and where the confusion is is I believe that's where the mistake is until one uh, recognizes that the name they've been using and the stuff that goes along with it, the style of the name has been changed, and we and we just keep going with it, right? Like I've said this a long time ago, when they do a mortgage for a house and the lawyer sits you down and they side you what, they, what I call the slider. It's a piece of paper that said, first of all, they ask you for ID. And in, in you know, so-called Canada here, there's no such thing as a national ID. And so what they ask for is to call government ID. So if it's called government ID, it's obviously not your fucking ID. It appears to me that that name and that birth certificate, I don't know for sure, but it seems to me now that I look at it more and more, it was a franchise given to you from the government or from whoever, like whoever created it, whether it's a government or whether it's a majesty or the Pope or whoever the fuck, I don't even know. But it's what you use to do business. Without that name, you can't get a bank account, you can't get a car, you can't get a loan, you can't. They want that government name because that's the type of system. You know, the, allegedly the Bible says, you know, you can't buy or sell or do anything without <coughs> a number, which could be, you know, I mean, they turn letters into numbers, allegedly, or something. So, like, and then when I ask like for instance the the girl in the tax office for property tax i see you know the names there's a mistake uh, can you fix this and their computers won't let them like you can't no matter how many times they try to type it in it don't it don't click so unless we we coming in i don't know on what kind of status or whatever other than live being um we're looked at as like an entity that's been allegedly created by, a, a, could be considered a foreign entity. I mean, it says all foreigners pay taxes, levies, and duties, and owe duties. So if you're claiming to be part of something, or maybe you don't know any better, and you're automatically put into that category or that classification, um, you could be considered a foreigner, and you don't have access to these closed or temporary counts or these so-called hidden, if they're really even hidden, um, tools of access to enjoy one's life. I don't know. I think it's this, the correction of the name. And so when I was looking at the prerogatives, a prerogative writ, six prerogative writs, or there's more, but the main ones there's uh, Centauri, Mandamus, you know, the habeas corpus and all that. And if, say, an institution is um, doing something they shouldn't do, so you would file a, a motion in a court, because this is the civil way we deal with things, allegedly, you file a motion in the court to order that so-called person to do the job that which they should be doing. And um, you get the court to order it. Because these people at the highest levels, they don't, once you get there, they might string you along, they might make you think this, that, and the other thing. But they have legal offices. 
and not one of them does anything without legal advice. So no matter how many times you knock on the CFO's door and say you want this, you want to do that, and you even have the right lingo, he ain't doing nothing until he gets legal advice. That's how it works at the higher levels. They, they don't make decisions. Even with these uh, agents of the government I'm dealing with and writing letters to them, they're not going to write back because the legal department told them to shut the fuck up and wait to see if the court papers come. If the court papers come, then they got to deal with it, right? They got to answer to it. You summon them to court, you know. You use, and I, and before, you know, I didn't like this idea or whatever, but it seems to me it's one of the tools to bring somebody to court to get them to do what that's which they should do according to the acts and statutes that are in place and the rules and regulations. And it sounds complicated and all that, but I think it's when you break it simply down. Yeah, when you break it. Yeah. Yeah. When you, there's a mistake, and because of that mistake, and if you can't recognize all that, and you're going to use something that, for instance, you know, and I liken that capital letter name to like using dad's car. You use dad's car, he wants it back in good or better shape than what he got. He wants it clean, he wants no scratches, he wants a tank full, and that's the rules for using it. And so I think when we use this capital letter name, it seems to be, and I talked about this with JP a while back, seems to be something that's copyrighted and, and, and uh, um, not only copyright, but crowd, uh, so when you look at um, some of the copyright laws or surrounding the writings of the Her Majesty and all the writings that they do, they're copyright protected and they can't be reproduced and without permission. Then you go into the Name Change Act, and it says that in, in, here in this area for Ontario, it says everyone, and they usually say uh, everyone when they mean, I, I'm just assuming live people, when they say persons when they mean, when they include everything, like even the legal fiction. So they say everyone is entitled to be recognized by the person's name, or sorry, Entitled to be recognized by the name appearing on the person's birth certificate. So it's only an entitlement um, to use that name that appears on the so-called birth certificate. Which brings me to believe that that's a franchise from Her Majesty. And... <clears throat> in order for you to do business with all the different businesses. And when I ask these guys, they're all doing business for Her Majesty, for the government, police, everything. Can't fucking do business with a, a so-called man, I guess, in a sense. If, you know, they can know they want that name. That's all they care about is to get that name. When they got the name, they got the connection, and they make the connection, and then all they need you to do is come and take the bait. It's a bait. For the... Hello. It's a bait for the... Hey. It's a bait. Yeah, I got Rufus here. I told you. All right? Yeah, I told him to tell you. He's on rat patrol. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Okay, about that? The wife was wondering if I had the dog. <laughs> <laughs> he's out there in the black and the dark you can't see him because the lights aren't on <laughs> he's out there I can hear him digging around <laughs> he's out in the shop 
Yeah, so I don't know if that any of that makes any sense or if it more complicates things even more, but yeah. All right, see you later, Bruce. You know where you're up tomorrow. Right? Yeah. Well, it sounds good on this end. I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So with the name and the grammatical error. Yeah. Or conversion. So I, I got this book here, uh, and it came uh, advised. Uh, you, got, you guys may have heard this fellow's name before. I, you know, I like him. Great guy, I think. Uh, claim it like everybody else, but nonetheless, you know, um, had a personal relationship with him and meet him in that. Get out of here. Go on. Uh, Dean Clifford, he uh, put me onto a book that uh, is called uh, Canadian Styles. And now you guys might have one that's called Chicago Styles or something like that. And, and in those books, yep. it explains. Uh, Explains the proper writing. So this book here, the Canadian style, is, is is from what they call the Queen's Printer. So it's been authorized by the Queen's Printer, and it even shows how to address when you're writing a government, how to address them and write to them and stuff like that. It explains when to use capital letters and when you don't use capital letters, and it explains right. I, I think it's called the Chicago Manual style or Chicago style manual or something. It's and then in Canada it's called the uh, the Canadian style, or uh, yeah, Canadian style. So, just, to me, I'm just like putting all these stupid little pieces of puzzle together, and this is what I'm coming up with. Yeah, there's the Oxford and a few others, but yeah, the Chicago Styles Manual. And then, uh, um, so I, I, I've been listening to this Anna von uh, Ritz here, uh, the ex judge she's been putting out some uh, videos with this other girl and they've been talking about stuff and she makes sense when she says to me that uh, and, and I've heard it before from these uh, the eternally aware guy about the conversion and so they convert and it's just like they do with your house uh, if you got a home or whatever and your property tax and all that they convert your property so that you're you now are a tenant instead of you know for instance like for me I've got a house it's bought and I got a deed that says I'm a tenant. So, I mean, the tenant definition of a tenant, I'm just renting. So something happened in the conversion. Now, she talks about the conversion of the name in the capital letters, and that's a conversion. But if we, we just don't say anything about it. We don't do anything about it. And, and, I, and you know, people say, well, this is complicated stuff. To me, if the mistake is in the name, that's the simplest fucking kiss theory way of looking at things. Well, what the fuck else is there if it's a, and if they won't if their computers won't allow them to change it and the people behind the counter don't know why and you go across and ask these people oh they made a mistake and they, some of them you can just sit there and chuckle to yourself because they'll actually try to correct it because it's what they're taught in school it's what we're all taught person place or thing noun well are we any of that I I don't know you know uh, think. We are not a name, and then court, I get in there all the time. The only court case I've gone through, I've had judges recuse themselves. The one judge says to me, you and the name are one and the same. <laughs> I said, well, what evidence is there about in the court today, judge? Well, I recuse myself. That's it. I'm not, 
you know, next one, the guy goes, oh, me and my colleagues just spoke about you and blah, 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 her name. And I said, well, what, is it true the prosecutor has to prove beyond a reasonable doubt? Yeah. Well, would it make sense he proves that's my fucking name? Because I'd like to know. And the fucking silence in the court. <laughs> like, oh, judge, you want me that's to claim awesome. it? I asked him, is an impossibility of the law required here today? Well, I recuse myself. Four judges. I I thought to myself, shit, man, I'm going to start going in there. I'll recuse myself from that name. (laughs) Right. You know, I I don't know what else to think. You know what I mean? I'm trying to. Excuse me, judge. I'm going to recuse myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> From that name. <laughs> or, like uh, this Anna Von Rich, she puts in, well, I'll just put a motion into the court um, in regards to the uh, grammar, the spelling of the name. It's improper. I mean, if we never call them out on it, then they're, everybody's okay with it. But if you call them out on it, what the fuck are they going to do? Well, I'm kind of starting to see that they do funny little things. That's funny, the daughters approaching it's, it's so-called... got something to do with that. I even with that. JP one time got to court, they said, oh, the judge goes, the certificate looks proper on its face. I said, judge, what do you mean by its face? Well, 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 <laughs> you know, this the face of the... T-. I said, can I see that ticket? Well, what for? I said, well, I believe there's a mistake. Could you mind if I see that certificate to see if it's proper on its face? Well, okay, clerk, will you pass it? bring it to me? The name's in all capital letters. Well, judge, there's a mistake. Well, what do you mean there's a mistake? Well, there's a mistake in the name, the way the name is spelled. Well, is it spelled wrong? Is it spelled to... No, it's in all capital letters. I said, well, you said it was, you know, proper on its face. It fucks them right up. Yeah, Darren, what about when they send it to you in upper lower? I've never seen it. <laughs> I have. Well, I've seen it in a sense. Here's, I'll tell you, I've seen it this way. So I'm dealing with the Ministry of Transportation. When they want Darren to go to court, that name's in all capital letters. When they're writing me a letter, oh, it's Mr. Darren, and it's spelled properly. But... The subject is all the capital letter, that all capital letter name, always. So when I went to court this time, I I put it for what it was. They called it, you know, the last name first and the first name uh, in the middle and then the middle initial on the end. That's the way they had it on their documents. To me, I said, oh, you must be talking about that legal person. Well, you know, that threw them for a loop. I said, well, you spelt it wrong. Like, who are you guys talking about here? Are you talking about the legal person or you're talking about Darren, the one called Darren? Well, they laugh and chuckle. Oh, the one called Darren. I said, well, am I lying to you? You don't think people call me? Like, did they? Oh, well, that's the conversion right there. Yeah. That Reason conversion. Oh, conversion is there. Conversion. Oh. And then when I get to the tribunal, they're like, so I've got I've got two corporations and I got the so-called legal entity name. 
And all through the tribunal, when they, they wrote their report, they said, and the one called Darren, and the one called Darren. I said, don't you people call me anything other than Darren here. When we're talking about something, we're talking about the legal entities. We're not talking about me. I just want to clarify that right now. Yeah, I've been known allegedly to use those things. Who's claiming can, there's can a problem? I share, can I That's share something I said. with Who's you Who's claiming there's a problem with me using it? Let's get them in here right now. I subpoenaed. I subpoenaed the, the Attorney General for Canada. I subpoenaed the Minister of Transportation himself, the Deputy Minister, the one making the claims, and the legal clerk. Not one of them, I had to pay for their meals, their hotel, and everything. Not one of them showed up. That was a subpoena. You wait to see the shit that goes over that when you don't show up for a subpoena. Now, the, the tribunal, they didn't know that I was summoning government agents, they, I just said the names. I just gave them the names. So the tribunal says, well, we have to authorize if it's okay if you can summon those people. Well, I sent the fucking names in. I didn't tell them they were representatives of the government. Well, they authorized it. They allowed it to fucking happen, and they didn't show, and the people didn't show up. That's a fucking mistrial right there. Attorney General. <laughs> you know, I said... I had to get a process server to serve these fucking people. You know how hard it was for these people to serve them? These pe there's, their people will dodge you. They try to dodge fucking court papers like I ain't never seen before in my life. <laughs> they fucking dodge. I paid, got $400. He fucking chased the guy around all fucking day, and they, he ended up getting into a secure area where he wasn't allowed, but somebody left him. He was going through the door, and he fucking snuck in the door behind him, got right in there, got to serve the guy. Then security had to come and escort him the fuck out of there. And he wrote an affidavit out saying how much trouble he had because serving them and everything, you know. And I was like, what the fuck? These people are supposed to be readily accessible. They're so-called ministers or, you know, whatever the fuck of their professions, and when there's questions to be asked of them, they need to fucking be there. Well, I don't, you know, I don't know how they're looking at me, but things have been a little quiet around here. They haven't really bothered me, but see what happens. <clears throat> hey, guys, but how you yeah, doing? you got to bring them to court. you gotta, you got to... Playing, the, I know it sounds. I know some people would fucking be against that idea or whatever. But if you really mean, if something really means something, and you think, say for instance, you got the rules and regulations right in front of you, and this so-called guy who has certain policies and mandates that he's supposed to follow, he's not following it, and you point out these, you go through the process of showing them what they should be doing and what they're not doing, and if you don't do it, then you hold them liable, and then you go, you file that paper into court under a centauri or like a prerogative writ, and then the court looks at it, and the court goes, yeah, yeah, this guy, you know, he has a, a, a you know, they, they call it around here, they'll say, Her Majesty in right of Ontario, Her Majesty in right of Alberta, Her Majesty in right of this, Her Majesty in right of that. Well, they're all, <clears throat> they're all prerogative writs that have been filed. But when she says Her Majesty in title Ontario, that Ontario is in all capital letters. 
that's not the same Ontario that geographically area known as. This is where people get it all fucked up. Two different things. And we 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 think the Ontario we're talking about. And I even tell my friends around here, I should go look in the city truck here. It says City of St. Catharines in all capital letters, Corporation. What the fuck? There you go. You're paying taxes to a fucking corporation. Uh, who is at fault for that? Well, we are. We do it to ourselves. I truly believe that all the way. We fuck ourselves. The bait is there. We take the bait. <laughs> I remember the most awesomest judge I ever went in front of, Judge Wilkie. He wrote a summations after a court case. I had 10 charges. He says, although it appears that Darren baited the officer, the officer is held to a higher standard of duty. Why are they held to a higher standard of duty? Well, they're being employed and they got policies and directives and maybe some of them got oaths and stuff like that. So they're held to a higher standard of duty. And no matter what, you take the bait on the hook. No matter if it's a judge. When I learned that, man, you know how many times I baited judge? Every time I baited a judge, he recused himself. They ain't fucking stupid. So it's debate. It's all about the debate. You take debate and you're on the hook and now you're trying to wiggle free and now you don't know how to because you put yourself on the hook. We've got to just stop putting ourselves on the hook. you got to look at that bait first and make sure you really want it. <laughs> Whatever it is you want, you go and you use that name because you want something because we're greedy. You go and use that government ID, that so-called government we all done it. Hey, we'll keep doing it because the only way we can get a bank account because we don't know how to we don't know how to fly the other way yet. Which, Mikey, you know, it looks like you're trying to blaze that trail, but you might get stonewalled if you know at some point if you don't um, have it enforced through a court in the so-called civil way. Uh, before you'd you'd be down the barrel of a gun. Now we become civil. We have. Civil dealing with things. We don't want to hurt anybody anymore because it's not a battle against the flesh. It's a battle against the principles. Brothers and sisters, I hope. When we make it about the flesh and the people behind the counter, fuck. And I know it's hard because I do it myself. I think, you know, then people should be should, they should know what you think you know. <laughs> when they don't, we're pissed off. <laughs> it's funny. That's why they are. Hey, Darren. How, yeah. how, um, I was mentioning the um, grammar because uh, one time when I was at court, uh, the judge had asked to do the plea deal. And I think you recall it said, you know, asked her, you know, accepting liability, you know. Um, yeah. Or she said, if you don't, I will. She will put in a plea. I said, well, are you accepting liability? <laughs> well, after um, she told me to leave the building and everything, to get out of there, a letter came in the mail from the prosecutor <laughs> with the upper lowercase name and a sticky note on it and said, you need to come in and file a case in the court and and left a a reference number there, but I thought it was weird that 
the documents that he sent were in upper or lower. Anyway, that's like right. The, I know I and there was no sign of that capital letter name anywhere. No, no. Yeah. Interesting. I thought that was odd, but it also. I, like I've been in court, and when I said to them, "Well, it's not legal." Yeah, if they, you don't um, want to be recognized as that legal name, you don't have to be. Sure. And then the other question, Darren, is do you, get, when you were doing the, not the title of the individual, but like the name that they use to have them served, um, how does that work? Just like uh, find their home address or how, how do you, you know what I'm saying? How would you go about that? Um, well, I hired a process server. Process server can get into fucking places that you and I will never get into. But after seeing when I when I subpoenaed those four government agents and I see saw read the report <clears throat> that came back, the difficulty they had in serving these people. Put it this way: I served the one. Um, I think his name is Jeff Urich. He's the Minister of Transportation. Uh, I don't know if this has anything to do with it. The guy fucking quits the next day. Now, I don't know what's going on. There's some shit going on in our government, but I served him to come for a fucking subpoena. When they got there, they told him that he was, they said that fucking, uh, like they had trouble serving him for a couple of days. Then they finally got to the office, and the guy had quit. So ride. did they continue so then we, they didn't have a transportation for like, I don't know how long if they've got, I, I don't even know if they've replaced one yet. So, but he still got served though at some point. Oh yeah, they got served. They got served. The, but what the Attorney General for Canada did was uh, he authorized the Ministry of Transportation's lawyer to speak for him. He sent a note. But it was, I, I didn't know how to deal with a lot of it because really it was all new. When the, the opportunity was offered to me for the tribunal that said I could summons people, I thought, well, who the fuck would be the best to summons here? So I went right for the, the highest fucking so-called authorities of the land. And they all got served. And I, th- I think it rattled <laughs> some cages. They never showed up, though. I still haven't so, been reimbursed. I'm supposed to be reimbursed all that so-called money, and I haven't seen the dime for, back yet. So the process server figures out where to find the people and serve them. Yeah, That's the process good. server, they have ways, and I even asked them, I said, how do you guys, he goes, well, we can't tell you, but we have ways. So however they do it, they're, they're, you get a good process server. And it's kind of, if you get a chance to even talk to them, it'll be an interesting conversation just in itself. And they start to ask them, you ever had trouble serving stuff? Well, they'll go into some stories, man. <laughs> so can I ask... The government's uh, the worst, yeah. the guy said. Anybody in the government or lawyers are the worst to fucking serve. They have so many people per- that you got to get through to get to them. If you don't catch the guy coming out of the fucking shitter, like you're not going to catch him. You know what I mean? That's how well, uh, you know, uh, protected they are from so-called. So in the notice of liability, is is that followed by like uh, 
notice to remedy or you know any of that or is it just like okay here's your notice of liability and then take that well, file your notice of liability they should lay out um the the problem right because you're reporting it usually to somebody authority and and it's just a notice that they may be liable if they don't look into something or do something or act in a certain way so you're giving them notice that you're going to hold them liable for, say, uh, some decision made by an agent, a lawyer, whatever. And then you may have uh, the reasons uh, why you think um, there was a mistake. You, you should always have, I mean, if you're calling mistake, you're calling foul, you should be really able to, you know, call where the foul is and be able to put it forth sure. so that they understand it. And if you're using an act or a statute or a rule or a regulation to back that up, then you should provide that as well. If you're using, uh, here in Canada, you can go on a thing called Can Lee, and it's all the court cases, and you just put keywords in there, and court cases will pop up. And it's what the lawyers use. And so called um, case law. It's like so called case law. It's like, and I don't care what they say, none of it's the same. Every case is different. But. There are appears to be some similarities that you can use to create the grand delusion because really, in my experience, that's what you're doing. I've listened to YouTube videos. What judges want to hear? They want a story. They want to hear a story. They want it to flow out. They want to be able to question any part of that story and have an answer. And if you have that, whether you're lying or telling the fucking truth, you're going to win in court. I think that's just a matter of the grand so illusion. After the notice of liability, does that is that what's fi is that what you would file or just like file whatever a hearing and then have these well, people served? Or something? Well, what you do is a notice of liability to the officer department or corporation because the 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 the, the, the prerogative writs don't just only work for say a government in the court. A court can force a corporation to do something too. It could force a bank to do something. It can force your, you know, the Sunoco gas station to do something or whatever, you know. Uh, say there's an issue and nobody's correcting it, and you bring it forth, you present it to the court, they get an order from the court, and allegedly they're to follow it. Um, or really risk monetary. So it's a flow of things. You start off with your notice of liability, then you take it to the court, then you have the order, and if they don't follow the order, then you follow it up with a lawsuit or whatever if you've been damaged or, it's, it's, or you know, you can claim some kind of damage that you can prove, I guess. Then uh, you would take it into a lawsuit and because the only way that we as human beings allegedly can be compensated is I've heard this from the courts, is in a monetary way. Or, you know, to provide some action or service. You know, nothing more they can do. If you've been wronged, uh, they can get the person to stop doing the wrong. If you, you know, if you're wrong, is you know, if you put a value on it. In some cases, most of us would just probably want them to stop what they're doing and follow the rules. Because... There's a set of rules out there, and I'm led to believe they're for our benefit, and I'm led to believe we are our so-called beneficiary if there's 
of that name, of that. We, and if it comes down to equity, equity sees done what ought to be done, you know, and if you've got the equity in something, then you have the prerogative writ, the prerogative right, allegedly, according to this system of things that that's been put forth uh, for us to act, you know, deal with things civilly rather than at the barrel of a gun. But anyways, if you know if you can get into using it, or sometimes it's best just to stay out of it or just keep it simple. But you should give notice. There's always got to be notice if there's something that, you know, if I was to get a house again, who knows, I might even try and buy, buy some property if there's such a thing to buy. And uh, I would do it all different this time around. I don't know if I'd be able to get it. I don't know, but I wouldn't be using government ID. What I'd use, I, I think maybe it's as simple as my friend uh, JT did years ago when we talked about this. And I never did it, but he thought it was the greatest ID, and he did it. He made up his own ID. He put a picture on it. He had his mother's um, uh, sign on it that that was his son. He went to his doctor. The doctor signed on a piece of paper that, you know, but blah, 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 that, that he was his doctor. And he put a picture of himself on there and, um, you know, put his birth date on there and uh, had it notarized and then laminated. He uses. No, he just keeps it. He's never really, like, he keeps it mostly if, you know, he cops approach because he's driving without a so-called license or whatever. He hasn't bothered in four years, five years. But he continues every day. And that's what he, you know, if he gets pulled over, that's what he's going to use, his own ID. Yeah. I think if you create it, it's yours. If somebody else creates it, then, I mean, you're using it. I mean, is there any rules with using it? Is there, um, I mean, if you're using something with somebody else's, I ought to be respectful. Might return it in better condition or as good a condition as when you got it. So, so-called state gave you that name and it was pristine clean. You could have used it as a franchise to go out and do business. You fucked it up by getting all these claims on it, and you had to go bankrupt, and you got offense notices and shit. <laughs> Using it for all the wrong reasons, maybe. Yeah, I remember asking the registrar general that he could give me written permission <laughs> to use that name. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's the same in the in the so-called but states. No. You guys should look up the na- if there's such a thing as a name change act. Look in there and look in there where it says where like I can in the in the one up for Ontario, right up front, right in your face. Nobody's going to look at that because you know who how often people change their name and usually they're changing their name for like family reasons or whatever the heck, but they don't really understand what's going on. But in the Name Change Act, it says right on there, everyone is entitled to be recognized by the name appearing on the person's birth certificate. The person's birth certificate. 
So they start off by saying everyone. They don't say every person is entitled. It's where the, the fucking words are important, I think, in a big way when you're reading this stuff. Everyone is entitled to be recognized by the name appearing on the person's birth certificate. So who's the person? Well, it's corporation because it's the one around here says Ontario. So if, it's, if Ontario is in right of Her Majesty, and Her Majesty at, 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 on the top of the so-called birth certificate says Ontario, like, uh, and, and then the instruction on it says when corresponding with this certificate, use the number, not the fucking name. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> We're fucking it up ourselves. I think we're not paying attention. We don't fucking pay attention to the details uh, in a lot of senses, and we go, we drift right over. Maybe just drift right over it. It's coming at it with simple eyes, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just babbling shit here, but fucking, that's just the way it seems to me. I think you're right on. Thing is now, what do you do about it? Take a long, hard look at yourself in the mirror and and kind of just fucking laugh at yourself. I think. (laughs) What the fuck have I been doing? We never got a mentor for this sort of shit. I think I read years ago the so-called uh, Prince, whatever, Willie, uh, you know, this Prince and Kate or whatever. I can't remember their fucking names or whatever. Anyways, somebody popped out their birth certificate um, on the Internet. Nowhere on it was a surname. It was a given name. Nowhere on it did it say like the way it's written out for us. Written out a totally different way. If somebody could find that out there again... It would have, uh, for the, they just had two kids, right? So, if, I don't know, they got the, somebody got the fucking birth certificate. You can go, get a birth certificate if you know all the information. You can get, anybody can get anybody's birth certificate or the birth certificate. Not only one person they can get. That's why I think the courts get it, too. Well, how else are they getting fucking paid for all them? <laughs> they know they can't get the money from you. Like, I don't know. I think there's something... Something funny going on there, or whatever. But people say, "Oh, ask that judge. You know, uh, is it true he's a trustee here today? And uh, would he mind uh, letting the beneficiary know when the claimant shows up?" Fuck, you got to see their head spin right around when you say that. <laughs> Probably the truth. Have you ever dished it out like that? Here's to me, you're the trustee here today, Judge, and considering I'm the beneficiary, will you let me call me up when the claimant shows up, please? <laughs> Taking care of that? I appreciate it. We're claiming anyway. But... Back it up. 
mean, you can back it up with the simplest sort of symbol kiss theory. You can back. It. Well, Judge, you know we were taught in school to spell that name this way. What's going on here? Why won't the computer? Why, when people try to correct it, good, knowledgeable, smart people who, if you present it to them the right way, never ever looked at it that way. Most of the people I present, they go, oh, I never thought of it that way. I never noticed that before. Because, you know, we're asleep at the wheel. We don't. But it's done on purpose. I believe there's a, you know, a purpose. That computer just won't let you change it. Who's programming those computers? That's what I like to know. Because if I want to spell fucking my name either way on my computer, my computer got no trouble with it. But if I went on a government website and I got to put something in there, yep. no matter what I fucking type, it's all going in capitals. Or don't, you know, it says it, it don't let you, you know, submit it or whatever the fuck it is. That's a funny word in itself, submit. What are you guys trying to do? Everything. I'm just trying to see what's going on. See how it relates to day by day events. Figuring out how to deal I, with it. Is it Darren? Yeah, that's what they call me. What's up, man? Watch who's this? Me. Who? Go by, go by Dominic. Oh, Dominic, yeah, yeah. Cool. What's up, man? Much just, uh, I haven't been on in a while, and I didn't realize the show was going on at night, so I missed it a few times. So tonight I thought I'd come back and fucking see what's going on. I've been listening to a couple of fat shows there. There's been some uh, interesting people with some interesting thoughts. Oh, oh you, heard, you heard the last one? Yeah. I didn't listen. I got halfway through it. That, that that Josh guy, he seems like a, a good fellow or whatever. I think that's his name, Josh or something. Joshua. Or... Yeah, that's the one, was that the one with the guy um, who was talking a lot about, well, talking a lot, but then also about the common law stuff? Yeah, yeah. And he had, he had done, he was talking about that KW guy too. I spoke to that guy for a while. That guy's like fucking way out there. Like, um, I mean... You want somebody that goes into detail, got the details. <laughs> like, if you wanted to file fucking papers, you know, like, some people are just good at filing paperwork. Um, yeah. Like, I hired a lawyer uh, for this judicial review that I'm, I'm going through. And when I walked in there, I said, listen, I'm not asking you to speak for me or anything like that, and I want to make sure... The paperwork that gets filed, every I is dotted, every T is crossed. I don't even want them knowing a law office did it. I want them to think I fucking put it together because it's it's a complicated thing, right? And I know that judges sometimes look at it. What the fuck? How did this guy get this far? You know what I mean? Uh, without any lawyer. But I believe they're there to give legal advice. You know, you're dealing with so-called legal matters that involve a legal name. Right. <clears throat> That's what they call it, a legal name, right? And it's right in your face and they call it everything, you know, and we just, 
it just doesn't click with us, or we don't care, or it just doesn't mean anything to anybody, but it means something to them, because whoever them or they is, I believe it's a copyright thing. I, I come, it comes down to somebody else created it, we're using it, and you better pay for the use of it and take care of it. Otherwise, it offends them if you don't, and you get offense notices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and how are you supposed to know how to use that name in commerce anyway, otherwise? Well, uh, some I've heard some say, and I kinda, I'd like to agree, I think it's a proper analogy, it's franchise given to you. There's rules of it, but they're not. You're not told. You're not quite. You don't ask the questions. But here in the so-called Ontario, Canada, or whatever, when you get one of those things, it comes with instructions. Okay. Most people pop that right because it's perforated. They pop it right out of the card and put it in their wallet, and they throw the instructions away. Right. I kept the instructions, and nowhere on it does it say to use that fucking name if you're co- and if you're corresponding with it. So, I was in the court. Wait a minute, Judge. Who's corresponding with this name? They're not following the rules here. You're supposed to use a fucking number. This all right here. What the fuck are you people doing? You're saying they're not supposed to use the name, they're only supposed to use the social? No, the, the instructions on the, uh, if you could see it, but basically, so it's, a, it's, like a, it's, it's an Ontario birth certificate. It's just like it's your wallet one. Then, you know, in so-called Canada, I don't know how it is in the United States, you've got a long form. I have that one, too. That's your, like, alleged uh, copy of a copy of some fucking thing or whatever, a, a copy of an event that happened or something like that. Anyways, you get this birth certificate, the little blue thing. It's an Ontario birth certificate. And it's basically your first piece of identification, in a sense. You use it to get a, a social insurance number or a security number, whatever you guys call it. You would use it to get a bank account. You use it to get because you, you don't have any of this other ID, but this is the, the main one that everybody uses. And I, I was talking earlier about the slider you get from the lawyer who when you get, get a mortgage for a home that you've already allegedly created the promissory note and it's done. Your signature should pay for the home. But the lawyer says to you, who are you? Do you have some ID? Oh, and you drop down the birth certificate. You drop down the license. You drop down the so-called alleged government ID. Okay, and you're given this so-called free will to be whoever you, you want to be, transgender, want to be whatever. Not, you know, this day and age, they don't care. You know, you, as long as you're, as long as you're so, you agree to be a person, you can be any kind of person you want, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. They just don't want it when you, you know, making the claim that you're a so-called live being, I guess, or whatever. I, I mean, you, anyway, Ow. the uh, oh. off track there. Uh, I was going somewhere with that, and I got off track. But. Um, that sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. It's it's just a it's a franchise. It's it's, it's, it's to me it doesn't it can be nothing else but that. And um, and then the, and the, like I said, in the name change, all these little 
little needles in the haystack that you can find out there that, that help put the, the big picture a little bit together anyways. Kind of sews a few things up here and there. But like all these little needles in the haystack, okay, you know, the person's birth certificate. That's an entitlement. So it's not for it's not you. Just by the words, you recognize that it's an entitlement. Somebody's giving you something to use. Or you can be recognized as it is if you want. Now, I've heard of some people... How can you burn the haystack? How can you burn the haystack and just use it? Uh, it's well, a sound, right? The thing is, there's... Like with everything, even on when you go on to websites, they've got terms and conditions of use. You can't fucking get away from it. It's everywhere. You're using something that somebody else allegedly created, some alleged intellectual property it's like oh there's this new being we heard the name's going to be this let's go and certify this fucking name uh you know for their benefit somehow they, you know they'll have to figure it out how it's for their benefit um but well they'll they'll assume this name they'll either be a tax slave or they'll be a beneficiary so they're either going to be the the uh trustee of it or they're going to be the beneficiary of it. The choice is theirs, and it's up to them to discover because, like it says in the mortgage, like when I asked, I said, who gets the money for the mortgage? You know what it t- says? The undisclo- I thought it was the queen. It's the undisclosed beneficiary. I'm like, what do you mean the undisclosed beneficiary gets the money for the mortgage I'm paying for? Yeah. Well, who's the undisclosed beneficiary? Well, it's you and I. It's so undisclosed, we don't even fucking know it ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) And nobody's allowed to tell us. They can't tell you the nature of the game. We're supposed to discover this on our own and go one way or another. Crazy. A man, he's something when he's nothing. He deceived it yeah. himself, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, who's the idiot? Who's the, you know, it's, just look in the mirror, like Batman says, ask your hairdresser. Said, well, what do you mean by that? Well, who combs your hair every day? Well, I guess it's me, so I should be asking myself, what the fuck every- are you doing? Every day I wake up, I'm going, what the fuck am I doing that for? <laughs> Why every did I time, fucking do that? <laughs> every, time, every time I got in trouble, there I was. The bait is out there everywhere. There's so much bait for us to take. And we take it and it like we fucking love it. We take it like we love it. Why? Hmm. Muted. Unmuted. Oh, Muted, unmuted. Something just happened. Uh, that was me. My bad. I, I, I got my call going. It's just me in Texas Mountain listening to you guys, kind of a simulcast. I had Dave. I had Dave Merlin on for, for two minutes, but he's gone now. Who? I can see it no other I, way. I don't know if anybody grieves me, and I and I get the claimant thing and all that. And you know, if you're going to claim something, you better better be able to prove it or back it up. And even if you're using someone else's bullshit writing and say, well, this is where I heard it. Is it true? Well, you know, 
I've been in court, and uh, the judge has said to me, well, you better get legal advice. I said, well, right now Google's my legal advice. He said, well, <laughs> I don't think that's good advice. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, it's all I got right now. Thank you. <laughs> Why advice? Well, could it be uh, what I should have been asking is, what do you mean by legal advice? Are you giving me legal advice to get legal advice? Like, what are we doing here today, Judge? You giving, are you soliciting for your friends? Because a lot of judges were once lawyers. Like, uh, well, I've heard them say, prosecutors like were lawyers. I was in court once. And I thought, I heard the prosec or the lawyer in other people's cases, and I heard him, because I'm sitting there listening, and I heard their lawyer go, oh, my friend here, and I heard the prosecutor go, oh, my friend here. So it got up, and to, for me, and I don't have a lawyer, I'm standing there, and I went, oh, my friend here. The fuck judge just about flipped on me. He says, that's not your friend. I said, well, I hear you guys all calling each other friend in here. I just figured I'd be polite and call him friend. He goes, that's not your friend. <laughs> so, like, uh, Mike, like Mikey, like Mikey asks, um, you ever consider following your own advice? Are you a lawyer? No. Yeah. Well, maybe you might want to consider following your own advice. Get yourself a good lawyer. Could that be offering legal advice without being a lawyer? Yeah. Well, it's soliciting for them. Think about that. He's soliciting. Wait a minute, Judge. Are you saying I'm not capable? Have you already made a fucking mental assessment that I'm not capable to handle this matter myself by asking questions here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're lost. It's uh, really if we if we're in there that far, we're already fucked up. I believe it should be dealt with long before you take one foot in that court, and it's done with notices and motions. You want to wake a court up, file a motion. Bring up one of the prerogative so-called writs that they don't talk about. And habeas corpus is one of them. People should really look into these, like the centauri, the mandamus, the habeas corpus, you know. these so-called rights or writs are being used by people that are so far up the ladder they know they know what to do with it, and they're protected by it. I believe uh, Mark Stevens sells those. Well, I, I just I was in front of a judge once, and, and I said to him, I said, well, he goes, well, that's my decision today. I said, well, I don't agree with your decision today. He goes, well, that's your... That's your prerogative. I said, so if I don't agree with your decision here today, Judge, what's my next step? He goes, well, a prerogative writ. I I asked him, well, what's a prerogative writ? He says, you'll have to go. That was the Google one. He goes, you'll have to go Google that. That's what I did. I went and Googled it, and I was like, holy fuck. Okay, why did he bring that up? They tell you stuff if you're paying attention. You listen. They're little fucking tidbits that get like that. Um, what is, what's it called? What's help it called? you understand how they operate. 
you know, what their, op, you know, modus of whatever they call that, operandi, whatever. Operandi, uh, what, what, what's it called again? Uh, prerogative writ. Prerogative writ. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's, six, there's many. There's many there's, of them. Uh, six major prerogative writs. Yeah. And, and like habeas corpus is one of them, and uh, centauri, and mandamus, and uh, I can't think of the other three at the moment, but... They're, and they're so simple to file in court. And, and the only way you're going to kind of understand their simplicity is to read through a couple of court cases regarding them. So that's the key word you would put in, say, like for in Canada here, it's Can Lee, C-A-N, and it's like L-I-I. -I. You punch that in, and then it comes to... Like and then you just find court cases that relate to those key words. It leaves you with a lot of reading and stuff like that. But you know, a lot of times I've taken words right out of those court cases and written them on paper and sent them off to fucking because it's a great little phrase or you know it's the way it's worded. I'll reuse what a judge has said in a previous court in relation to something that I'm doing. There's also the maxims of law. Yeah. That should exactly. be inserted in any case. Yeah. We, we, and it, it, when you bring up maxims, you, you should get into the <laughs> equity ones first because that seems to me is where the remedy for that so-called name is and uh, the, the, the equity that was put into it. Somebody may have created it, but nobody put the equity into it that you did. So, so what can you get back from it? I don't know. I think mean, that's still, that road's still untraveled for me anyway, but I'm well, sure know. one day somebody's going to... value on, on the equity. Hey, uh, what to get back from it if you didn't create it? Well, exactly. <laughs> The best you could do is use it, and then when you fuck it up, fix it and pay for it. Yeah. You dented dad's car, now you got to fix it. You used up the gas, you got to fill it up. Whatever, you know, you used it. You rented the house, you should, you know, should be in better condition or as good as when you got, got the house. I mean, that's just something that you're doing for the next guy, or your brother, next person along, if, you know, you're only here for a while. I started to look at things that way, yeah. I, and so now I keep things in good shape, better shape than when I got it, if I can, and uh, hopefully leave it behind for somebody else to use without any so-called attachments, alleged uh, foreign, so-called alleged government attachments. Then... The way things are worded. Many, why, why is it you think that these so-called governments have to, like in Canada, they have the an Interpretation Act. This this was pointed out once again by Dean Clifford too to me. I found it very interesting and very tough to find right now. Uh, somewhere I've got it printed off because I I was like that every time I found something back then I printed it off. Um, but. It says in the Interpretation Act, 
um, definitions for business, a definition for Canada. If I can remember this correctly, the definition for Canada is this. It says, starts off by saying, for greater certainty, the definition of Canada is the inland and surrounding waters. Not the fucking land. It's all on the water. I don't, I don't make that definition up. That's the definition they put out. And the other one is for business, which I found very interesting because, you know, I do business. Business, the definition of business is, they say, start off by saying, any undertaking, whether it be rail, transportation, air, uh, construction, uh, fisheries, like they, they, they almost name everything under the sun, right? And then at the very last part of the sentence, it goes, when performing a function of the government. <laughs> so, if you're performing a function of the government, well, is there evidence of it? Well, there surely is, every time you use that fucking name. Once again, you, we trapped ourselves in this. We put ourselves in this this game, right? And so, a lot of the times when I've gone to court for the businesses, I'll ask, is there any evidence that uh, this corporation was performing a function of the government? Oh, fuck, and you should see the silence. <laughs> you guys see silence, but you should see the looks on their face. Well, where's the evidence that this... Is there any evidence before the court that this corporation is performing a function of the government? How would that apply? Which corporation? Pardon me? Which, uh, which corporation? Any corporation, or business, or whatever. Like, for instance, uh, if you had a business and you were, you know, for instance, I have a trucking business, so, uh, you know, it's uh, every once in a while we get, somebody will get a fine or a ticket for something and we go to court and, you know, oh, in, oh, in order to... Thing. The corporation or business that you're using. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, you know, what evidence is it that they were at the time of the complaint that we're performing a function in the government? And how does that apply to it if it's not doing that? Because all those rules and regulations, I believe, are for people performing functions of the government. Evidence of you performing a function in the government is every time you produce that government ID to do something. Bank account. But... <laughs> People are always wondering, how the fuck can the government go in my bank account and take money out of it for taxes? Or how can they sell, make me sell my house and this and that? Well, you used that because it's not your copyrighted own. fucking name to get the shit that you thought was yours. You went and put all the equity in it, and you don't know how to argue that in court so that they don't come and take it. Because they're just going to take it because it's already in their name. And that's how they can, they don't even need court. They don't need a court order. They just come, garnish your wage, take your money out of your bank account, and you're scratching your ass going, how the fuck can they do that without going to court? They don't need to. If you've never been in that situation like I have, you'd never know it. Well, they copyrighted the name at, at uh, 
at the beginning of your life with a birth certificate. You can't copyright something that's already copyrighted. Yeah, that's government copyright, man. You didn't create it. Now, that's some right. people, and I'm not sure about this part. I've heard some people say, claim the name. Now, how do you go and claim a name? You know, it's like a, you can trademark, you can do a trademark, you can do a copy, you can do the same thing they did. You can create some name, spell it a different way. Hell, fucking turn the letters upside down. Make it different. I don't know what. Don't make it the same. So otherwise, you're getting the copyright infringement. Yeah, but I believe you would change the so-called Is it still the same name? Well, it might sound the same to say it, but is it the same or is it similar? Things that are similar are not necessarily the same. Yeah, then there's no cease and desist, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what uh, Boris is doing now, right? I haven't listened to any of the alien stuff lately. I love Boris. He, oh. he, there is, there's another hard charger. You want somebody to file fucking paperwork, cross the uh, put dot the I's and cross the T's. Boris is that guy, for sure. And that well, KW. Well, okay, guy. so 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 after after um. I'm just winging after, it, by the way, brothers. Don't take don't take any of this as fucking. Right. I've been winging all of this. This is only what I discovered along the way. What do you say? What do you say after you ask that question? Is there any any evidence that uh, this so-called corporations acted as a a part of the government, of the government, or the state, or whatever? Government. Uh, and, and what? what, what the Always the state. What I found out when I was in court one time, I asked a judge who's making the claim. When can I meet them? He pounded on the desk. This was a long time ago. This is when I first met Batman. He pounded on the desk and he, with his fist, he says, "It's because I kept asking him, like, what do you got? Like, what are you guys doing here? Where's the claimant? What's going on? Who's claiming I've done something wrong?" Blah 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 blah. I fucking hammered the fuck out of it, right? Because I thought that Batman had hammered it into me. The judge pounds his fist on the desk. He goes, "It's the state." Well, I never thought he'd say that. And I, I looked. So. The, the date was already so like they're making another date for me to appear and I'm still asking the questions, right? So when he says that, like the court case is kinda over and I'm still asking, they're trying to get me out anyways to get me as escorted out. So I I turned him, I said, It's the state I said, Well, do you mind telling me what the difference between the state and the good tooth fairy is? And fucking he lost <laughs> the mind. They he uh ordered the to take me out of the court when the, they took there was two officers in there at that time they were keeping police in there or whatever and, and they were busy on their phone or something they stood up they're going what did you just say to him he's all pissed off I said I just asked him a question I don't know what the fuck is he said well what'd you yeah. ask him I said well he said it's the state making the claim and I asked him what the difference between the state and the good tooth fairy was he lost his mind the cop looked at me he goes well you shouldn't have done that <laughs> The fuck? I said I was only asking a question. You know, I went back the next time and the prosecutor pulled it. The crown prosecutor pulled the case before anybody got the same judge, and he was ready to fucking. We were looking at each other because they they saved me to last, and I'd been sitting there all morning, 
And I caught him looking at me, and I was looking at him, and then when it was our fucking... The Crown got up there, and they fucking pulled the case, man. The judge was like... I was shocked. I didn't think they would do it, but they pulled it. That, that was what do you the, mean over the hydro, hydrometer thing that I used. But that was what you, interesting. What do, you, what do you mean they pulled it? They threw it out? Yeah, they, they withdrew it. They withdrew it. Hmm. They call it withdrawn. What, so what, it, what? Yeah, but when you're using that that, that question of uh, what evidence is there, this so-called corporation is operating uh, the function of the government. Then, yeah, then, performing. Because what you're, we're all performing, right? We're actors and portrayers. We're all performing. So the terminology <laughs> is performing. But I'm performing something for somebody. I'm doing an act for somebody. You know, what evidence is it that I'm performing? for that entity. Right, but you said and that they were so silent. If I would say I work for General back. Motors, I'm performing an activity on the line, I'm assembling, oh. you know, cars or, or whatever, right? And so I'm doing, I'm performing. And there's rules at, at General Motors that certain things have to be done a certain way. But when I leave General Motors, I'm not still subject to those rules. So I might move on to a different place where I'm, you know, go to a different town, and there's certain rules in this town. You know, you want to live there. These are the rules you got to live by. So it depends on they call them jurisdictions and what you're so-called subject to, what rules you're subject. So the right, thing well, is, the question is always yeah, need, like, yeah. well, what evidence is there that applies to me? Right, but when you asked that, you said silent. But when if you bring it back to that, what could they say, and how does that? How does that affect the so-called case? Well, all kinds of things can be said because everybody presented with the question generally has a different answer than the last person or the person after. Or, you know what I mean? It's I one mean, of those I mean, questions that... that uh, from your, I mean, from your experience, uh, what have you seen as an answer other than silence or follow-up? Well... They may basically, they could say all kinds of things. They might ask questions themselves, but it might come down to, um, you know. Well, okay, okay. A, so what if, what, if, what if they say they something help like. Them out by saying, you know, I believe there's a mistake and, you know, wonder if we can we'll talk about it and bring them through it lightly. If you, and I find that if you charge them into it, you'll lose them. But if you get them. Okay, yeah. If so you, how, would you, how would you do that lightly? How would you do that lightly? Well, you would be sincere, you would, you know, be approaching in a, and this is where, it's, if it's not on your heart, you're not sincere, and you're just kind of like trying to beat the game, and it's, I don't know, it's weird. But if it's on your heart to ask the right questions, um, I think that you can present it as a mistake even if they might say that, well, you know, that's just the way it is, you know, don't worry about that. And you're like, I'm not comfortable with it like that. It, it means something different to me. And, and you might say you read it somewhere or whatever, or you were taught in school. Like I'm talking about the name here, for instance, as an example. Um, you know, and uh, the way they're presenting it uh, appears improper. It appears to be a mistake without full clarification of why it's being done, 
you can't sleep tonight. I mean, I've said it many times. I can't sleep tonight until I know what what's going on here. It's gonna be on my mind. Right. I'm gonna have a tough what sleep. What's the logic so, behind? What's the logic behind it as far as how you would lead them down the path? Each person's different, man. You kind of got to feel it. Some aren't ready. Um, That's fine, but what if they're ready? With questions that are, are something that are easy enough for you. I like to ask three or four questions that we can both, all of us can agree upon. And then you start to work into the little heavier question, if you know what I mean. Well, yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm, ask, I'm just. You ask them, does it you... make sense that you know this? You know, does this seem right to you? And they, you can feel them out. You know what I mean? It's um. I've said this before. I don't like to say it. I don't like to say it too much, but it's I'm it's a it's. I'm a, asking. Our suggestion. Hold, Let me just put it that way. Hold on, Darren. Hold on, Darren. Let let that guy ask his question. Yeah. I'm, ahead, I'm, I'm asking, what, what's the track you're leading them on? I'm not, I'm not sure where you're going with that question as well, far as like, there could be an error. No, I, I mean the part about performing the function of government. Oh. Like, what, what is that really? Like, what, how are you going about that? Like, as so, far as different points you could hit to, to get make that clear for them, the question. So well, I'm I think working I get for what the goddamn company I'm working for. Well, working for the government. Yeah, in a sense, I wouldn't claim they, that. They, in a sense, I would put forth. I would put it forth in a question to them: Is there any evidence yeah. of it? Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, but say, say you, you got to step up and, and say, "Oh well, um, yeah, you're using the name. Yeah. That's how it's attached." And really, <laughs> what it is, but they're never going to say it. But what you're trying to do is bait them into saying it, and they just won't do it. You'll get. All kinds of reasons why it's done the way it's done. Right. But you're yeah, trying they, they, to... they're like, just like slippery and snaky you around. Gotta hammer you got to hammer Like Batman said, yeah. you stay on that point, and that's an easy point to stay on. But some people will go mental over it. They just don't... Um, they just don't want to go there. And it's usually highly yeah. educated. People like I've had some lawyers that just don't want to go there, and then I've had a lawyer say to me, "Darren, I see where you're going, but there's a line, and the lawyers can't cross it, but you can." That's straight from a lawyer. That's the best fucking legal advice I ever got. My advice. Okay. Yeah, there's I would... a line, there and, and yeah, we can't cross it, but you can. And as soon as I started to cross that line, all kinds of things changed in court. All kinds of things. Never, ever did I have a lawyer speak for me at all. Ever. Right, right, right. Yeah. But but say say you say that, right? Say you you ask that. What what evidence is there this corporate this corporation or company was performing a function of the government? And they say, well, I'll, I'll just let, let just for some role play. I want to get an idea where you go with this, like. Um, well, what does that have uh, to how do can anything? they tie me to so let's look at the ways that you can be tied alleged or alleged to be performing a function of the government are you using a driver's license and driving that's a commercial are you 
using that name to uh, do business? And are you are you paying taxes every year on the use of that name? So what I'm getting at is, do you think they're going to bring that up to say, oh, by the way, you are performing a function in government? We all know we are. I'm trying to bait them into saying that we are and prove it. They don't go there. They don't want to what's go the, there. What's, what's the point of that? Well, the point of it is is to, to expose what's really going on and the fact that you're, you're on to something. Yeah, but wait, wait, hold on. But, but, but just by using it without claiming it, does that mean you're performing a function of government? The evidence speaks for itself. I would say you put the signature down on a tax form ever in your life and use a Social Security or Social Insurance number or you filed a loan in the bank or you filled out probably... Okay, okay. They bring that up. They bring that you, up. Are you using a driver's license? You're losing a birth certificate, blah, blah, blah. And you say, um, I believe I use those things. So therefore, what? That means you're, your you're a government. I know you by your actions. So what right, do you right, know right. you so, A government yeah, wait, wait, agent. If you're using government ID, then you're a government agent, and you're performing a function of government, and you know, I don't know. Maybe I was off duty at that time, Judge. I don't know. What time are they talking about? There's all kinds of questions, right? But yeah, but where would you go with that? Like, say, say it's established based off of the way you answer the questions or whatever that you're because you're using a driver's license, that means that you're a government agent. You're performing a function of government. Then what? There might not doesn't necessarily mean you are. There, it, it could be alleged that you are. Now, who's the one that's going to, that's where it comes back to the claimant. Who is alleging I'm doing this? Where are they? Okay, so basically it's just a kind of a stepping stone into the question of a claimant worth a roundabout way, whereas Batman would be like... It's a way to bring them around to the claimant thing without Okay. Because sometimes you just walk in and I'll wear the claimant. They're like the fuck's this guy talking about i've done it you know what i mean i, I see the reaction so i, I sometimes yeah, there's, there's, you know dance around for a little bit and then i fucking boom and then when i've got them to say yes 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 then i bring in the claimant thing it's it's a fucking game it's a it's creating a little uh, you know it, it's, it's bait a little bait for them they're baiting you you bait them exactly Could it be okay yeah, okay so 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 that so that's so basic yeah because like when I go in there and I <laughs> I say stuff like you know I I'm here to get first hand testimony I believe there's been a mistake allegedly there's a controversy concerning the name I allegedly used when I speak to the claimant they're just like what are these games you get out yeah. of here you, you can't play this game and then you know they just want me out of there they, the last time it was two so called offices forcing me out I, of the place I start off by I I start off they call the name. I, they they know me. They see me sitting there. They call the name. I I do what the lawyers do. I'm here for that matter. I step up. I'm here for that matter. Greetings. How is everyone today? I believe there's a mistake. How can I help today? And then whatever happens from there happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, how can I be of assistance today? I believe there's a mistake. Well, they're going to ask you. If you know, if they want to hear it, what you believe the mistake is, 
So that's what you got to work on. Indeed. So what's the mistake? What's the got to come from Darren? the heart on it. Oh, what's the mistake for today, Baron? Let's hear that. What? What's the mistake? Come on. What's the mistake? The mistake yeah, we got, is, we got the mistake is I've been a fucking idiot and I've been going by that handle for so long and I just woke up and realized it ain't fucking mine. What do we do here today? I don't know. <laughs> I'm here because I fucking claimed that name, Judge, and I made a mistake. Would you forgive me? Like, where do you want to go with that? <laughs> That's what we're here for confessions and admissions today. <laughs> guilty. You're guilty? Is that what you're saying? Oh, well, I've never... I'll tell you, I just had an interesting case, too, and I didn't even realize I wanted how I wanted it until the, the went to the appeal court. So I went to a lower court, and the judge got all upset. Exactly. Wait, wait, wait. We're on the name. We didn't get off it. So she says, well, you're convicted. You're guilty, this and that. Well, they never even asked the question of uh, what do you plead, right? And so I appealed it and got the transcripts and brought it to higher court. Now the judge, he was like, he, he was not happy with how I was going with it. But he had no choice when he got to the point where it said in the, where uh, it came time to plea in the trial. And even though I never plea, he even said that that judge should have put a plea in of not guilty. And because she didn't do that, that blew her old case and everything was withdrawn. Now, I didn't even catch that. I was going on about something else that I didn't agree with. But, and it was pro it partially was a part of the name, but he skipped right over that and went right for the fact that there was no plea given and she, and she uh, found guilty. She fucked up. She, and what happens is, while you're baiting them, oh, fuck, I shouldn't even be saying this, but... <laughs> While you're being baited and there, you're hopefully baiting back, they'll, they can fuck up. And when they fuck up, they, I don't care if you've had drunken driving, if they fuck up so they're held to a higher standard of duty, well-known fact uh, and been stated many times by many judges in, in cases. And when they fuck up, it's over for them. No matter if you committed the crime, the offense, or whatever. So, you know, in a sense... Does that, that, does that, go, that goes to the ballot court anyway, whether you, whether you bring it to a higher court anyway, right? I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna, uh, uh, to... It goes to the appellate court regardless of whether you bring it to a higher court regardless, right? I mean, I'm going to... I got I to get out. Uh, I'm doing a so-called lift, so I'll, I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be right back after this important commercial announcement. Yeah. <clears throat> I like to work on ways now that you don't even you don't even step in there anymore. Yeah, you want to step in the court. Do it do it all administratively, huh? Yeah, somehow, some way, I believe there's a proper way of doing that as well. Oh yeah, I think they it's. Seem, uh, I think they seem to look into it more. Yeah. You you they put a motion in and you find something yeah. wrong. So in, what we did one time here, uh, this is one of my first ones about ten years ago. 
it was a lot of work. But uh, son and I were pulled over on the highway. Long story short, that was an event in itself. The police with guns out and everything. Uh, but uh, the the the, char the charges came uh, for failing to um, identify, failing to produce uh, ownership of the vehicle and insurance and all that stuff. We never left the vehicle, and we uh, we drove away. Um, and I had what I call a service plate on the truck, and it was like one o'clock in the morning. And the officer was kind of saying, "Hey, you know that service plate is only supposed to use for test driving." I had it on a pickup truck that I just uh, picked up. And I was bombing it around. I'm test driving it, right? I had the so-called authorities to, to slam the plate on any vehicle I deemed fit for the road. Uh, that's why I had to. And anyways, he didn't like it. But I ended up going through court, and uh, it was long before the Batman, and um, probably just when I first started meeting him. Um, what happened is I did what they call a charter violation. So the charges, there's rules that the courts have and you know if you don't look into it you don't see so what happened was they had to have, this court case would have had to have come to a trial within six months of the initial I mean, of, uh, issue of the offense and when it doesn't it allegedly violates a so-called charter right when might you guys might call that a constitutional right or whatever but in canada it's called charter right and at that moment you file um, so what could happen is the courts, and they are, they're busy all over, and they make mistakes, and, you know, they book stuff fast, you know, so anything that's going on for over six months to a year, you file a complaint that you didn't have a fair and meaningful hearing, and that's a violation of so-called legal rights for the legal name, and uh, you can have that, that's another way of uh, having the charge so-called dismissed, or what they call stayed. That was one of my first uh, attempts there. There's always a way, I think. Questions, I do believe, are the best way. Yeah, questions are a way of staying neutral, pretty much. You know, yeah, non-aggressive. Not aggressive, exactly. You know, proper questions like you know, not uh, questions that are um, that are like uh, directed to a person in a sense, or directed to the individual in a way that's negative. So if you keep it in a positive tone, I think that. Uh, more and more, it, what it is, is all they are is just our brothers and sisters out there. And uh, some of us, you know, could allegedly be considered to be in the advanced class of asking questions. <laughs> and some aren't there yet. And when they start to get there, and everybody starts to get questions asked, and I think then things might change when that... Uh, certain level of, uh, you know, after a certain while, so many people get this idea and then it just spreads and spreads and spreads. I don't know if there's a terminology for that. But eventually, after a so-called couple million people get this idea, it'll it'll spread very quickly. It won't take very long at all. And I think that's what it comes down to with, uh, I think, with Batman trying to do, get people to question and not uh, make claims, get that concept. Mm -hmm. Even though when I've asked him, 
I said that when I first met him, Batman, it's impossible. I can't go a day without making it clean. I've tried. It's driving me crazy trying. Yeah, there's certain courses you just can't do that with. Yeah, it's just it's just impossible, and it, it drove me mad because I I agreed with them that making the claims was part of the problem, uh, especially when you couldn't back it up or you're just talking out the side of your mouth. So like it the, hit me in a way where I and I looked at it and I thought, fuck, I tried, and then he turned to me and said, you know, I said I even I said I've even heard you make claims. He goes, duh, yeah. He goes, when do you guys, I was wondering when you get it. So I think he realizes that, you know, make a claim, but you should be able to back up. Or why even make the claims? Why even go there? I get what he's saying. Um, but it drives some people mad if they just, if you know, bring them around to it. <laughs> the way, when you just hammer it to them. I've watched them drive people mad on Skype. They've hung up phones and <laughs> and I see what it does to people. I, I can see that if you if you're not if you don't get it, it'll drive you mad. Trying to get it, or you may just not. You know, you hear a lot of people make comments about uh, Batman and that way of. But uh, it helps out a lot. Can you guys hear me? The concept, and then you stop. You do stop. You don't make as many claims. We hear you. They'll make some, but you notice don't make as many, and they're more, they're more, uh, they're claims that some substance to them, maybe, or. Right. Yeah, we hear you, whoever that was. Yeah, I had Dave Merlin on last week, I and mean, it's like, there's just certain, you know, you can't, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it, you know, it's simple, but, uh, the, you know, like he says, uh, they're in the box, so they, they go by a specific set of rules. And uh, you know, you gotta work within their laws that they Remember, got in there. You know, they're in, an employee and they they got they have mandates and um uh policies. They're getting paid to do this and if they don't do it they can be, you know, in trouble, they might lose their livelihood and not be able to feed their family or whatever, or pay their so called bills. And so when you present them with this stuff that's outside the box Sometimes it's just a matter of planting the seed, and hopefully something comes of it later on. Yeah, it's kind of like they got a framework that they have to stay within because that's what works. It's been working like fucking forever, and they just, just they don't know what else to way. do. Yeah, but they don't know what else to do when 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 they get interrupted with the boundaries that. That, that their thought processes have to stay in, you know. Well, we've been using that so-called legal name allegedly know, all our yeah. lives in some kind of way or whatever. I don't know who's ever going to step yeah. up and claim it, but it's, uh, accuse us of it. Uh, maybe they don't have to because it's so well known and so done everywhere that the evidence of it is overwhelming. And until somebody actually steps up and provides... Mm -hmm. Oh, evidence good. otherwise is automatically assumed and that's where the problem is you got to undo this assumption and and you know ask people for evidence why they're yeah doing such things 
I mean, look yeah, what we do. Because even that's, we that's how the name, in a sense, we that's, how, that's how they're operating. <laughs> that's how they're operating on on that presumption constantly. Well, you know, and so uh, like like there's a title to that well, to that man standing. You know there. how I can see it real easy because when yeah. I spoke to lawyers and government people, so I have mm-hmm. use of two corporations plus a so-called legal entity. So it's easy for me to see that because, you know, the training is that a corporation is its own individual, it has its own identity, has its own so-called social insurance number, an EIN number they call it here, and it's its own thing. And so I've been in front of lawyers and... because when, like I was talking earlier, I said, well, what do I do with this corporation I'm not using anymore? Like, how do you cancel? He goes, why cancel? You just put it on the shelf. One day you might want to use it. So it's just something that you create. It's its own thing. And you use it or don't use it. So this guy, this lawyer, he told me, I said, well, you know, that's kind of strange. He goes, I go, he starts telling me that he has like 20 corporations. This is a constitutional lawyer that I went and seen. And he's got like 20 corporations. And I said, well, what do you do with all? He goes, well, if I need one for one thing, I use it. If I want somebody to write me a check to this corporation, I write a check to that corporation. Just uses them. And I often thought, well, that's, you know. So I started to try to use them in the same kind of way. It's just a thing. It's a creation. I created it. I should make the rules for it. I decide how it operates, with its policies, its mandates, what it's what it's going to do. Of course, you're wrong oh, there because we didn't we didn't create it. Well, I just need the actors to come along and play the roles that I'm laying out here. I'd like you to play the role of mechanic. I'd like you to play the role of a accountant. I'd like you to play the role of a truck driver, or, or you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, but we we would love it to be that way, but you know, and that's the way that they want us to think that we're agents to the entity that was, you know, registered and for us to do business within. But the fact is, is that basically it's hypothecation. It is an unlawful arrangement that they have designed. Well, it's it's bait for us to take. Oh, I'm very much aware of that. We've got this thing. Somebody alleges that we were given this thing called free will. And, you know, we got the choice. It's called an entity. And I... Well, they're called fictional entities because they created from fiction. Yeah, it's an entity, period. Yeah. And if, well, and, if we, and if and, and if we're identifying, we and act as an entity, most people do. If if a man is identifying, ID when you go to etymology, ID means this is entity. In other words, a I mean, man how can one identify? I, I mean, I'm standing here. This is me. You know, like you want me to say that piece of paper to me? Like, fuck, are you crazy? Do you need a psych Right, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's pure, it's pure hypothecation. It's pure and awful. 
that'll fuck people up. And I think it has a lot to do with cameras and all the pictures they took all their life. Because they show their friends, oh, this is me, this is me, this is me. So it's programmed in your mind. It's so somebody puts a picture with a name to it, oh, that's me. <laughs> no matter how it's spelled. Oh, that's me. I put away all that shit, man. I don't use driver's license. I don't have insurance. I don't use a social security number. Do fuck that shit, dude. I want to. I want some work. I I walk down the street and knock on a few front doors. You know, gotcha. it is not a problem for me. And and most but of the time, not everybody can do but, that. Right? Yeah, but but you know, I I don't operate in their fucking commerce. You know what? I think I'm wrong there. I think everybody could do that if they put their mind to it. They could do something similar to you know, walk down the street, find something they can do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen crippled people do more than perfectly capable people. Yeah. You find people all over YouTube that are doing all kinds of stuff, man, just with their spare time, man. Oh, the inventions they're coming up with, uh, you know, the simplicity of some of the things. I've seen some people build some really simple, helpful tools out of nuts and bolts. Right. Yeah, I've seen some of those, yeah. The talent is out there. Uh, you know, hey, It occurred to me a while ago when you was talking, you yeah. were talking about, uh, you know, uh, you put that put that question to the judge. Yeah. Uh, that that the guy was asking you about, you know, where did I yeah. perform uh, duties, performance uh, to the government? Yeah, you know? what evidence? And I was, is there that... I was, I was thinking, I was thinking when you were talking, you know, when we're standing in front of a judge, it can be like a little bit tense with the nerves and everything. Yeah. But it, but so so so, if, when you get found in that position, you you need something simple, and so if it's simple. Why not remember what Jesus said? He said, unless you become as one of these little ones, you cannot see the kingdom of heaven. I'll tell you uh, what I do. I I, want to try and um, I want to try and be as polite and nice to that judge as possible. Some of the first questions I might ask is, judge, uh, I might say, like, I'm a little nervous here. I'm not sure what to do today. Is it true that I am entitled to a fair and meaningful hearing? He's going to say, yes, yes, you are. You know, is it true that prosecutor has to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that I, you know, done something wrong? Well, yes, yes, that's true. And you, and you, you start off with some questions as if you just know nothing. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere along the line, well, is it true, Judge, I have a... Uh, uh, alleged right to speak to the one claiming I'd done something wrong and question them. Absolutely. It's a softer yeah. way of bringing that in. Yeah. But when you get to that point, he's already said yes to three or four times. Now, he, he's, he's got, depending on the judge and what the situation is, something should happen right then and there. He should turn to the prosecutor, like I've seen them do, and they'll say, okay, Mr. Prosecutor, what do you say to that? Hmm. Now the prosecutor's got to come up with something. Right. Somebody right? has to verify the, the yeah. complaint. Yeah, and so on one of the questions paper. you might hammer the prosecutor, well, Mr. Prosecutor, 
do you have any first-hand knowledge of what you heard say? And like kind of lean on that a little long, what you heard say. That's you know what I mean? Yeah. And he should be running for the hills by about then. He should be uh, stumbling. You should, If you look at his hands, they should start to shake. He might even start oh, to sweat yeah. if it's summer. He ain't going to have no place and to now you know that's, that's not within his framework. <laughs> and if you if you watch him, you, you might be able to, like if you're painting, I like to watch people. When I say something, I want to I look at their hands. I want to see where their eyes are going. I, I've watched a few things so you can read people. You know what I mean? You can see if they're feeling tense. And I've even tested sometimes when I see they're feeling tense or I bring them into a tense moment and then I bring them right back out to where they're laughing or joking. And then I bring them slowly back to that tense moment again. And it's a, it's a fucking game, I'm telling you. It's, 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 it's about also, I've said this before, the power of suggestion. You're in a position you can make suggestive thoughts. You guys ever hear of Amazing Kreskin? Mm-hmm. Maybe you have or haven't, I don't know. Amazing Kreskin, the power of suggestion. If you do it right, it's um, interesting some things that can happen. They practice that shit when uh, when they when they take you in the back room and they want to give you a plea bargain deal. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, well they I'll want you take to plea, right? Of, yeah. Well, I'll take that plea bargaining deal in writing so I can consider it. Well, I'd like to. One of my questions is when they ask me to plead, I say I ask them, "Who am I pleading to?" Where are right. they? Right. And right away they'll go, well, I'm pleading not guilty. Okay, judge, that's fine. You plead not guilty. Are you accepting liability here? You know, there's different ways. That's a little bit of a harsh way to do it. You might say, you know, well, judge, you're pleading guilty for me. In a sense, the judge has to plead not guilty. That could go in your favor in a sense that the judge already made a plea that you're not guilty that prosecutor, so you make, I think that people make it easy. They say, oh, not guilty or guilty or whatever. Because I've seen people go into court. I watch many of the people go, oh, I'm guilty. The judge go, are you sure? Did you get legal advice? Or you know what you're saying? Here, are you sure you want to plead guilty here? Yeah, yeah, judge, I just want to get it over with and plead guilty. Well, you don't understand the charges, do you? Oh, no, I don't give a shit what the charges is. I'm obviously guilty. I just want to pay the fine and get it over with. Oh, no, 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 we got to have a trial. That prosecutor's got to prove it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, they, so if I think that if they, they you know, make the statement of not guilty, the job for the prosecutor is a lot harder. At that point, I would just, you know, the judge says, uh, put in a plea of not guilty. Why would you say another word? The judge just spoke for you. Does that not give you evidence he's acting as trustee? Do you even have to ask him that question? You might even just say, Judge, why do I need to say any more? You already pleaded. I guess you're handling this. 
I'll just sit here if you need me for a witness. You're my attorney now. Think about that okay. one. <laughs> You know, it's debate, right? You're thinking mm-hmm. of there's ways to, I don't know, it could go, it could go, I've probably been in court 50 times, so I've had a chance to try all different ways, and there's probably many more ways, and there's some ways that I probably won't ever try again. <laughs> Making claims is one of them, I try not to. Every time I get the transcripts, somewhere along the line, I, even though I fucking try my hardest, that 90% of it will be in the form of a question, I still end up making a few fucking claims. Now, but just whether or not they catch them. Potential danger zone. Uh, uh, I, I guess it's safe to say, say that it's really hard not to make a claim then. Sorry, I missed that. So I'm guessing it's pretty much real hard not to make you clean. Yeah, I. It's, I mean, if if, if we're so supposed to with a child, what do we know? But to ask questions. I mean, if that's where I think we get in trouble. So you know. Uh, who am I pleading to? You know, you're always asking questions. Well, judge, well, you don't know, hopefully you don't. Judge don't want to bring up who you're pleading to. He's not going to, I mean, I've never heard them tell me who I'm pleading to. They just skip right over and they make, they'll, they'll plead, enter a plea of not guilty. The court is entering a plea of not guilty. You know, <laughs> I don't know how many times I've heard that. I've never pleaded once. I never fucking make a plea once. Because at that point, if something goes wrong in that court, you got recourse somewhere in a high. Usually, it's a what we're dealing with is they call provincial courts. And you guys might call them county courts, not federal in a sense. They're the lower level courts, and they fuck up all the time. And sometimes you have to take it to a higher court. As soon as the higher courts get it, I, I've had six or seven of them with the judges going, like uh, Mr. Prosecutor, do you see where? You know, the judge made the mistake here. Are, are you are you contesting what I'm saying here? And the prosecutor sit there and said, uh, uh, no, Your Honor, we're not. We're not. Okay, so what are we doing here today? And I'm just sitting there. I shut right the fuck up. Uh, we're withdrawing. Okay, great. Have a nice day, everyone. Over. That's what I was uh, actually asking about when I was leaving was... Uh it goes to the appellate court anyway when they see it, right? They have to review it. Yeah. Does it really need to go to higher court? Uh, well, if the appellate court doesn't agree with you, there's what they call the next level. I would go to... So here in this area, they got what they call provincial court, superior court, and then supreme court. Those are like the three main ones. Then there's other courts like family courts, this court, that court all the other little courts they have going on. And it's a business. It really is. The courthouse yeah. is Do a they, business. Don't they, don't they automatically uh, review those things? or? Uh, not automatically, trans- no. You have to no? put in a judicial request. If you want it reviewed by a higher court, you appeal in a sense is a, uh, in a sense is that it's kind of like a judicial request, but 
Judicial requests go to what they call divisional court. That's what they call them around here. Uh, so you, you, you can, have to do that? Like even, even though they never got a claim out of you and they, went, they proceeded forward anyway, um, you're telling me you have to do the appeal in that sense? I do if I'm speaking for that name, yes. <laughs> if I'm known to use that name, and because that, that's what it's about, right? They they only ever come after that name. And considering I'm using it, and I've been known to use it, allegedly, um, you know, I go in there, and I guess I'm in a sense to claim it for it. I'm claiming, you know, I've been using it, and I'm, saying, I'm asking who's got the problem with me using it. You know, what's the problem with me and this name, you know? Where and who's claiming it? When can we, you know, when we speak so I can settle the matter honorably? honorably. So, it's so basically, to do, to do, because the, 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 they, they gave it, they were offering a choice. They said, um, what was it? Um, basically, you can. You can up another court date against the same judge. Um, they, they would give you another court date for a trial. Yeah, so it's still called trial. Or another court, they call it to speak to. So what they do is they speak to you about it, and they see you. At that moment, anybody can change things. They can change the course of action with motions, but. We don't, when we're going in there, we don't understand that kind of thing. And then they just try to book us into a trial. And they call it your trial. Right, but... Usually, if it's, you know, going to that level, anyway. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't call the clerks and the administrator to deal with it over the phone? Um, if I was to do anything, it would be uh, a letter uh, registered to the court. Register, registered mail, letter. Um. In some cases, you can just drop it off by hand. What about, what about a bill of particulars? Well, a bill of particulars is probably a lot different. Um, that would relate to uh, some form of commerce, or not? Like, why, why would you, like, the terminology that they, I hear them use is like, say for instance, uh, somebody's claiming something, and then you want the particulars of it. So you would want the officer's notes, you'd want uh, the law that they're, that they're, uh, you know, calling you on the statute or after whatever it is. Those are all the particulars. Is that what you mean by that? I mean more like what Batman reduced everything to with the claimant of pr produce all documents and evidence uh, showing an interest in the name, matter of the name, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I've never done anything like that, so I I wouldn't know how to speak to that. Um, I would, if I was looking for information, I would ask for the particulars related to it. Mm -hmm. That sort of thing. 
So do you do you see these things dismissed with the way that you're going or discharged or what what happens to them? Uh, usually dismissed or there's a trial or a rehearing of some sort and uh, then it goes through a process where you're either acquitted or uh, the it stayed. They call it stayed, which means um, it can be brought back up at any time. Mm -hmm. um, but because there's a, there was a violation or an error in law, what has to happen is the prosecutor, so a court can stay something, and the process of the crown or whatever would have to come back uh, if there was an error in law. If they were really serious about wanting to, you know, have you or you know, you know, mess with you or whatever, they would uh, come back later if it was a stay. Or if it was dismissed, it'd be completely gone. Or if you were acquitted of it, it'd be completely over with. But they can stay it. This is what I found out, anyways, and it can be brought back up again within a limited time. But if nobody, like, say I wanted to reopen the case, I could. If the Crown wanted to reopen the case, we could. There'd be a time limit on it. And after that, it would be, you couldn't do that. So that what the court does is they kind of, like, stop it and say, well, yeah, there's some mistakes here, and, you know, what's going to happen next? Right now, we're going to stay it. We're going to hold it off until somebody, you know, files some paperwork to carry it on. That's just a different way. Different things that can happen anyway, but from my experience. But then some of that's different terminologies between the two countries, Canada and USA, but they're very, there's a lot of similarities. Some of the language is a little different, but I think the structure of the system of things is all the same. It's the same here, Australia, UK, might even be the same in Russia. It's, I believe, it's how they allegedly what I've heard people say, possibly, how they pledge us as collateral to these so-called international banks. Give them evidence that we're going to be performing and voluntarily uh, supporting them financially and in their uh, economical developments through forms of taxes, levies, permits, and yeah, so these international banks still fucking loan a country all kinds of money as soon as they get the pledge of, uh, and they have evidence of it, I guess. I don't know, it's often thought about if that's really what was happening and all that was all working. That's what they say, the American people owe owe this, these, this amount of money. <laughs> Allegedly, probably everybody using that so-called franchise name. Alleged franchise name. Could it be? Oh. <laughs> 
You're familiar with um, the stages of genocide, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's up to 11 stages now. The 11 stages of genocide. Anyway, the first stage is classification. And basically, that's what that last name is that was given to our great, great, great grandfathers. And it was that last name being a a a, a species or a clan or a tribe or a trade, you know. So, so but that's funny the, you should say the, that because we. Yeah. We've thought about this when you you know tribe when you say that. So in Canada, allegedly, it's against the law for anyone to bear arms. We talked about this before. So if you look at the so-called last name as a coat of arms, and you go around bearing it, and now you get the buck, you get the the, the duties for it, the charges for it. You're walking around armed, the coat of so-called arms, allegedly. You know, we were just supposed to have a given name. Then you add the so-called surname, the family name, the, I mean, coat of arms. You even see the queen and, you know, all the so-called royalty people, they have a so-called coat of arms. And uh, I think the so-called Rothschilds have a coat of arms. And, like, what the fuck's all that shit? <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, in Canada, you're not allowed to bear arms. What do they mean by that? That's alleged, an alleged law. Um, I mean, a gun, is that considered arms? Or is that a, a well, weapon or a gun or a tool? How is that considered arms? Are they talking about the arms on your body? Or the coat of arms? The war, the, the alleged war, the clan name, well, or whatever well, the fuck they the want to call it. The pivotal word there in that phrase is bear. Bear, exactly. Because arms is I believe it's in the know, a, a, a pistol or a knife or hatchet or machete or, or, even, a shot, or even a shotgun or a hunting rifle. You know, that's, that's arms. You know, weapons that well, those are because arms are for defense, weapons are for offense. But we go to the word bear arms. I missed what you said. I asked. Could it be that the word weapons infers intent? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, that makes sense. Could it be? I mean, if you're calling it a weapon, what are you using it for? <laughs> I could be that when you're talking about the basic mechanical device, it could be described as anything mechanical. But when yeah. it comes down to it, damn near anything can become a deadly weapon. Anything can be a weapon. It's all in how you use it and what the fucking intent of the user is. Exactly. Yeah, I brought my pencil. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I only need my finger to poke your eye. I intend to shove it up your ass. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 Hey, I'm letting you see the in the right spot on your giver and heterosexual brother, and he'll die just because. I have one more smoke, and I gotta head home, gentlemen. It's late here. Good talking with you guys again. I miss talking with you guys. I get this fucking Skype figured out again. Been too damn long, guys. Can you keep the call open, Dusty, or no? Let it run out again, brother. All right. What? What do you think? What do you think, Mike? I think, therefore, I am staying on. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah. I actually have a I have another call on my end going on simultaneous with you guys. But if the call oh, happens to oh. just end, or if there's, like, nobody else, I guess nobody else will come on my call. But uh, anybody wants to come over to mine is uh, 142306. But you guys can pretty much stay right where you're at. As long as I call phone, I can just stay on with you guys. Just easier that way. I only have one guy on my end. I got, I got a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. What goes on? Guy on that, what do you guys talk about on that call? All the, sh- all the same old shit you guys talk about. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> So in other words, it's highly intellectual phone call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I said the first time. No. <laughs> I forgot what the fuck I was going to do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that you're able to go in and have fun with it, Darren, and just enjoy enjoy the moments. Nothing else, huh? Well, well, sometimes I do, Dusty, but to be honest, sometimes it's it really is because uh, I don't know, it feels what? like I'm taking on this. Feels sometimes it's stressful. Uh, it feels yeah. like I'm taking on this big load or something, or I've got something to prove to myself or whatever, you know, or it can get uh, frustrating. I got, you know. Like Batman says, if you think you got something to lose, then you know, yeah. And maybe that's still it that I I might be still attached to some of the things I use around here. And there's still a little bit of fear about what I do. I just, you know, sometimes I just do it because I'm I'm winging it and I'm fucking I want to know what happens. But in order to do that, sometimes you have to lay it all on the line. When I do that, it's fine for me, but I got other people around me that I got to think about. You know, I'm ready to go step out on the edge, but not everybody is, right? So I got to open the doors up here in the morning and, you know, stuff's still got to happen. 
we got about 20 different people that we we got doing stuff here. And however much I want to blaze a trail, I gotta think what's best for everybody. Even though I step out of line every once in a while, <laughs> if there is such a thing. So you're being that so-called, really that big old R word. What do they call it? Responsible. That's it. Yeah, I guess you want to call it that. <laughs> You no, know, I care. You know, I, the people around here care for me, and they care for what we're doing, and I see that. And so I can't. I don't want to be so too frivolous with that. You know what I mean? I got to still keep the ship you know, afloat, and uh, what we do here helps a lot of people. It helps ourselves too, right? So I don't want to jeopardize that in any way. But I'm not fucking ready to bend over and take it up to hoot. But I've come to the conclusion that I'm the problem, so that's what I'm working with right now. It's not anything outside of me but me. And when I finally get that 100%, then I think I'll be fine. <laughs> Every once in a while, I still want to blame something outside of me. I don't know why, but truth may come out. It's, it happens once in a while. More than I'd like it to happen, but... I think that's one of the hardest parts of the growing process and the some of the unlearning is recognizing how you are the problem and, yeah, not blaming anybody else. Sometimes I just think, fuck, I should just shut up, go sit in the corner for a little while and think about what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> you know? Right. Put a dunce cap on, sit in the chair or whatever, but fuck. <laughs> Yeah, but then again, maybe that the all part of the learning is to that part, you know, you need to do something. What was that? What's that? Uh, you said something, but I Two stepped all over together, so... Uh, yeah, repeat what you said because I accidentally. That was just it. I was just. I was just saying it was part of the learning process, though, is that you know, going through life, you hit these points where you're not really sure you're doing the right thing or you're asking, what the fuck am I doing? That's probably one of those times that you're in the midst of a learning curve. We always seem to be looking outside of ourselves for the answer. It is truly within, part within. If I if I could, if I had to say anything to anybody, that's what I would. I'd start them looking inside themselves first. If I would plant any more seeds, that would be the first seed. Look to yourself first. Stop looking outside of yourself for your solutions and to fix your problems. All within. It might be hard to understand that if you're hearing it for the first time. You know, it might not understand the concept of that. Yeah, it was was one of those cartoons, I think, but it was a pretty poignant quote, something about, we have seen the enemy and he is us. (laughs) Could it be it's well, all the same board brothers that we're all in that same boat? 
Well, it, I think it's so-called, if it's for simplicity, forces of good and evil. Simple as that. If we just try to keep it, you know, there's good things and there's bad things, or there's things that we think are bad that we don't, you know, we've, that are involved with opinions that might not be bad or whatever. I don't know. But, like, it's either well, good or evil. You're doing something good or you're doing something evil. One or the other. That brings back to mind well, what you, know, you were talking about earlier when you talked about uh, not making a claim. And I don't know who has talked about not making a claim, but when you when I have a personal interest in whatever matter it is, whether it's possessions or um, I'm owed I'm owed for services or or something that I sold to someone and I haven't received payment, you know whatever my interest is in a matter that I'm pushing forward as a claim. Oh, sure. If you, you had know, an agreement with somebody, uh, it'd be paid. Yeah, you have absolutely. a right to claim. But... Well, yeah, that's one of those things. That, that's a completely different situation, particularly when you got, particularly in a, a personal realm, but even in, in any other public business kind of arrangement. Yeah. You need to, there's times when you have to be payment. Because, you know, somebody so-called agreement, you got to call them on it. That's what life is about. That's part of what being an honor is. You know? and, and that's yeah. part of what having a mouth is about. Being able to, at those times when you need to, speaking the fuck up, saying what you got to say. Be diplomatic about it. Be kind. Be courteous. But put it in there. Or you can go hold your hand out on the street corner and people will actually give you money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see it all the time. Well, you know, what's interesting, Darren, is just not too long ago, a few weeks back, the so called appropriation ended. And the, uh, there was, I, I don't know if you remember, but there was a question of the so called money. And you and I had talked a bit about writing some letters and stuff. And I went ahead and wrote some letters. And when I had to go back to the so called court, for everything to be finalized the judge started talking before I even got to the podium he pretty much said everything before I even got up to the podium it was done didn't say shit about the so called payment of fees or fines or anything else like that didn't want to touch it didn't talk about the letter there was no so called report from anybody including the so called probation office nothing and literally I stand up and the judge starts talking. He says, oh, everything looks good. Everything is uh, on here. Yep, everything's just risk. You're good to go. I mean, this is about that fast. I hadn't even walked to the freaking podium, and he was done. That's cool. And, you know, it, it's almost sometimes you get to that, and you're like, well, I expected a little bit more excitement from this, but you're fucking going out the door. You got what you wanted, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Wait a minute. exactly. Uh, days beforehand, well, even way back when I first wrote the letters, I'd already kind of played the chess match out in the head, but then days before, I really kind of finalized, okay, if they do this or they ask that, whatever, how am I going to respond, what, what, what? And, yeah, nothing. 
because oh, it's kind of like a really exhilarating thing, yet kind of a letdown all at the same time. Because it was like, wow, it really worked. Holy shit, it really worked. Well, you've got some background in the legal stuff too, right? So you can write a letter that, you know, judges are just like us. We're, you know, they're looking at stuff, and the, you know, you put something together good. I mean, I think they're going to recognize it. Yeah, that very well could be. And you know, we used to be so hard. All the judges, this, the judges, that. You know, I've. I've had some really good judges, and they were usually all in the higher courts. Not in the. I had a few good ones in the lower courts. Only in the lower courts did they ever. Rec- I've never had a judge recuse himself in a higher court. Only in the lower courts they recuse themselves. And when you get to the higher courts, you can see the difference. You can see what they're looking for. They are actually paying attention to whether or not. Some sort of right has been violated. Do you see it or not? Because, like I said, I, I I was going one way with something, and then, you know, the judge went a total different way with it, where he recognized that the judge previously screwed up by not um, putting it, entering a plea, and then convicting you, you know, passing a conviction without even a fucking plea being even mentioned. Well, I had that judge so worked up with all these questions. She fucked up. And I think sometimes that's another way to deal with it. <laughs> hey, you know, whatever happens to work, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard with the questions because they're not prepared because everybody goes in there, you watch it, just like soldiers walking in and, or whatever, you know, just like cattle to the feeding line. They walk up, uh, how do you plead uh, guilty? Uh, do you understand what you're doing? Yes. Okay. Do you have anything to say? Uh, no. Okay. Next. And it just fucking, it's like repeat after another. And then when somebody gets up there and they fucking start asking questions, oh. it livens things up. There. It really does. Well, yeah, it, it fucks up the, the grade frame. And I do mean a grade. Because one day when a brother and I were sitting there for his so-called arraignment, we counted actually after a couple of different ones we had a pretty good average but there's roughly about 200 people that they bring through every so-called session and at least at the courthouse uh, close to the lair they do two sessions a day one in the morning one in the evening and that's five days a week and so you figure all total they do roughly about 60000 a day. Wow. That's a fuck ton of gravy right there. And that's just just the traffic. That doesn't count any of the rest of the so-called shit that they got going on anywhere else. My brother just went to a tribunal for like a, a car accident. Uh, his lawyer told him, that one week of a trial is $50,000 just to the court, to pay the court. One week of trial. 50 fucking grand. Tell me that ain't a business. No. I've said it before, and in case anybody ain't heard it from me, I've been to court nice and early. 
the clerk is walking up and opening the court, putting the key in the keyhole. She opens the doors up, and she says it every fucking morning because I didn't believe it the first time. I went back again. This court is now open for business. I said to her, open for business? She goes, yep. I said, so all that's going on in here is business. She smiled and walked away. It's all fucking business. Well, when I talk about judges and them knowing some of the things that we talk about in a lot of these calls, yeah, because it seems to me that they could not administer business of the day. And this is exactly how I put it, because she's exactly right. You look at it from all of the different angles, you start to realize, yeah, it's nothing more than business. You know what? Another thing I notice when you go there a lot, the Brinks truck. I don't know if you guys have Brinks or what you guys use for uh, money trucks to pick money up for banks and all that. But the Brinks truck goes there every day pick up. Yep. Now, I, I know they're not picking up nickels and dimes and quarters and dollars every day. They're picking up fucking securities and bonds and shit like that. Guaranteed. fucking teed. Yeah. Well, every day they show up. Every five days a week. Well, and the thing is, like, it's the same courthouse that I'm talking about. Every day that you could go into the cashier, which is down on the very first floor, and every day at damn near any time of the day, there will be a line for somebody making a payment, making a rain, got, got a one thing or another. The only reason there is for payment of one thing or another and or making arrangements for payment of one thing or another. Like I said earlier, the so-called money, only way, say you go and sue for damages, well, say you got a broken arm or you lost your arm, you can't put your arm back on, or a foot or a finger or whatever. Um, so what do they do? They give you money. It's the only thing they can compensate you with in this world is so-called money. So it's always business that's what's going on. When people, I think we talked about this before, merchant law, there's evidence, you know, when they say, oh, evidence, we're, oh, well, there's, we're using a franchise, so what are we at doing? Well, we're acting as merchants. Well, what are we under merchant law? Well, merchant law, what is that? Well, how is it that we get stuck under domestic law when we're actually operating under law? The merchant law is a whole different thing. Where's the contract? Where's the claimant? Hey. <laughs> you know? But domestic law, they don't want to go near the claimant thing. It's because, well, you're already, we know you by your actions, you're acting for this, so you're playing this role, okay, so automatically in this box, and now you uh, fall, you know, you broke this rule of reservation, you, you offended the copyright holder. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny, Jerry, about three months back, the, uh, right before finals for school for the first year in class. Both the professors weaken each other. One professor says something about um, the so-called lawmakers rewriting stuff and writing new stuff. And so I chime in, 
yeah, so that they can make everything either more or less ambiguous than it already is. And that professor said, exactly. Yeah. And it's all ambiguous. Literally, yeah, well, check this. This is hell. The next. I mean, anybody could walk in week, there and have a valid claim just by claiming this. Oh, Your yeah. Honor, well, I don't understand statutes and acts. It appears ambiguous to me. I don't know what they're saying. Okay, well, Jim, so how can like, you be subject to that? Well, exactly, you don't understand well, what they're writing. Yeah, Your Honor, how am I to know what the intentions of the writers of those act, and how am I supposed to know if that relates to me? Can you please help me out here? Simple questions. Well, and you basically are touching on the real thing, what the other professor said. Because literally the very next week in class, professor says something about the, how things are kind of ambiguous. And I chimed with, oh, yes, that ambigu the ambiguity that I love so much. This professor literally said, and none of the other students really caught it, and I just went, oh, fuck, did you just really say that, professor? I'm going to shut the fuck up. I'm not going to bring any attention to it, but thank you so yeah. much for saying that. He literally says, it's all ambiguous. If it wasn't ambiguous, we would all be looking for something else to do. <laughs> Seriously, Darren, that's the professor, and that professor is literally the associate yep. dean. He's the associate dean when somebody dean finally comes to clean with you. Yep. And to hear that from a professor. Tell me something, Popeye. Did you know here in Canada? Uh, People going to be lawyers have to have a theatrical major. They have to have a major, uh, one or two majors in theatrics before they can be a lawyer. You have to. Does that happen there in the United States too? No. No, nothing about that. Right. It wouldn't surprise me though. I mean, I've never heard that about there in Canada. I mean, I've, and what's interesting though is I have heard a couple of people saying stuff like that before, but I've never seen anything that even remotely relates to that. In fact, not too long ago, I had somebody in a call telling me that they were talking to a paralegal, and this paralegal allegedly went through law school, but which I thought was really funny when they said that because paralegals don't go through law school. They can go no, through. I don't think so. Well, unless they want to be no. a lawyer someday. <laughs> well, yeah, and and if they've already gone through law school and they're working as a paralegal, what the fuck is the problem there? <laughs> I mean, come on. You, you, did you fuck up somewhere and didn't make it? I mean, let's be serious. But yeah. it, when might not want to be a bar member. Make the order. right. That's what I was thinking. Well, and the thing is, this guy said something about. Well, he's having a conversation with the so-called paralegal about you know, some of the things we talk about in some of these calls and such. Okay. Yeah, she started saying something about, yeah, I know about that. He says, how do you know? And she says, I went to law school. They allegedly, he says, what, did they teach you that? She says, yeah, in the last quarter. 
what the fuck are you talking about? You're so full of shit. Either you're full of shit or she was full of shit or you're both full of shit. I don't know which, but because when I can tell you that for my so-called pre-law, the, it's the Bachelor of Science, the Legal Studies. It's the highest, most extensive class that if you were going to be a paralegal and be short of going to actual law school, this is the highest class you could take. Cool. There's no discussion like that anywhere. <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking about? That never, ever happened. At least not at the school I went to, so I don't know what school you went to, but the school that I'm going to, you know, is pretty highly accredited. It's Purdue. I mean, what the hell? They're pretty straightforward and across the board, the same as most every other school. So, anyhow. Yeah, there's a lot of... There's a lot of rumor about some of that yeah. shit too. Yeah. I'll go back in your chat tomorrow then, Bill. Say goodbye, office chair. Yeah. He's a shit office chair. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Sorry, guys. And I have to be quiet. Wow. You're still on my end. Uh, you got background noise. What is that? Put me back mute out. Thank you. Oh, here you go again. It's fun over here and shit. Uh, hell. No, well. Nasty. No, it's just. Hey, Papa. Hey, Papa. Hey, Papa. Anybody here from Larry lately? Yeah, where's Larry? Where's Larry? He's in the been a couple of days. He's okay. I haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah, brother. I believe he's doing well. It's been a, a good, good. If you guys need to talk with him, tell him I said hello. Missed, I missed talking with him. And four, brother. How far from the house are you? The house? Is that, yeah. Is that, oh, like I'm at the office right now, but I'm I'm about uh, a five ten minute drive away from home. I got yeah. the dog. I don't know if you can hear him in the background. He wants to go. <laughs> He's bugging me. <laughs> I'm just finishing up a smoke. I probably checked out. Look forward to if I can get on. Uh, get, I don't know. Will it be the same time next week, uh, Dusty? Say that again, Brother Darren. Will this uh, be the, uh, the show the same time next week, 9 o'clock? Yeah, Brother. Mikey's doing the thing. 
and board. Yep. He's here next. Oh, he's, he's taking over, or does he, does he still need you to fire it up, or can he fire it up on his own, or how does that work? Well, um, I'm available until the services are no longer needed, I guess. <laughs> well, right on. <laughs> yeah, man. Anything you I can build, do to help. Have you built yeah. anything lately? Yeah, man. I've been working on another log home and uh, nice. another stick stick frame place. And I still go out and look at that old truck that we talked about yeah. with the brothers. Awesome. And I told him, I told him one of these days, Darren's going to get this truck here. But just haven't worked the details out and haven't got the pictures out to you yet. But uh, I will, I believe. Somebody just yeah, passed my, me through. There's one out in, uh, <clears throat> out in Alberta that I'm looking for. Uh, it's got no engine or driveline in it, but it's just a shell. But they want about 4000 for it. But I was thinking of flying out there and creating it back somehow. Yeah, like it might be a stuff. little... I like to fix it up and uh, keep it going. Yeah, the brother just rebuilt a Mach 1, I guess it's called, an old school uh, Mustang, I guess. Uh, that'd probably be the 69, probably. Or yeah. Yeah, and the body was immaculate condition, but what he did is he put a, a hopped up motor in it, and uh, nice. that's been one of the projects. And then he took a, and did a jacked up. Uh, GMC for out in the getting around out in the back country, if you will, and uh, yeah, and he's been building, man, he's been building some sweet cars. I got to get you some pictures one of these days when I get my act together. The act, I should say. But uh, yeah, I see that car all the time. I think about you, that that old GMC. <laughs> I, I think about you. I go, man, I know one day Darren's gonna get this ride. I don't know when, but. Right next Maybe you never know if we keep talking about it. Happen. Okay. Maybe when the roads thaw out, huh? Yeah. A late I got to make a trip. You know, I'm, I'm, everybody's saying, oh, Darren, why don't you get away? Go away. And I'm going to make a, I'm thinking of going somewhere where I can fly in to go fishing for a week or so. Somewhere where there's nowhere. You know what I mean? Somewhere there's nowhere. <laughs> I I got the place for you, my friend. And, uh, lodging, food, all that's taken care of. You just, yeah, you just I'd love that. yeah, we would love that. The family would love to, I'm to, looking uh, for to hang fresh. out with you. Yeah. Who knows? We might get that done. That'd be cool. Yeah, and I want to make my way down that way too and visit the brothers in that part of the country. Yeah. Too. Have you ever been down yeah. to see the Niagara Falls area? Been so many years ago, I, I honestly don't remember it. But allegedly, the dad took me there when I was little. So, but yeah, but I don't recall. I, I recall hanging out at uh, oh, that uh, hot at uh, uh, China a lot there in British Columbia, um, Whitehorse and the other side. You know, nice. Yeah, yeah, Dawson City and that area. I spent a lot of time up there. We. We had to deliver. We trucked all the hogs into Canada. So oh, yeah. Canada. Yeah. Yeah, because the, the first meat house in this area shut down, and then there was 5,000 head of hog, and so we just loaded them in a semi, somehow worked it out with the, the Canadian government, if you will, if there's such a thing. They would have had to, uh, yeah. 
yeah, they let us just truck all the hogs in there, and then Canada bought all the hogs from us, and uh, and we were able to stay afloat for a while because of that. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, but I think a little bit more uh, more north, I guess, from where you'd be at allegedly. But no, I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure hoping to get to do that in the coming the coming time. But no, that that old GMC is pretty sweet. Darren, you're going to like that thing. It's sitting there. He ain't doing nothing with it. I'm making sure it's just there. Nobody's hurting to get rid of it or none of that. But yep. Until you say yeah. no, it'll be there. Awesome. Yep. Uh, brother, thanks gotta... for sharing, man. Yeah. What's that? Yep. I say, I appreciate Thank you for sharing. Yeah, no problem. Uh, thanks yeah, for I enjoyed, having I enjoyed. I definitely yeah. enjoyed what you had to say there, Darren. Oh, fuck, it's all bullshit, man. Don't take it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been winging it, man. It's just, I don't know. I, I might have embellished the story a little here and there, so <laughs> take it for what it's worth. <laughs> uh, you know what Carl said? He said that uh, law is just opinion, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like, okay. Well, some people say but it's yeah. the law. Say, yeah, well, that's like saying it's Elvis. Yeah, where the fuck is it? It's the law. Right. Where, where is it? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. YouTube. Let me see if I can find that one. There's a law I like. Just do no harm. So yep. No fraud, no mischief, no property damage. You know, if you can help it, try not to even have bad thoughts. I think bad thoughts send out bad energy. And, you know, if you're thinking bad thoughts and you're sending out the bad energy, then if there is something out there that feeds on that, then, you know, if there's a 1% chance that it's true, that there's a source out there that feeds on bad energy, I don't want to be part of it. <laughs> and make sure Hey, that Darren. Uh, have you heard of that brother, David Strait? No. You ought to look. You ought to look him up. He's an interesting cat. He says he found information that the word "law" stands for land, air, and water. And what's his name? David Strait. David Strait. Yeah, just like he, it sounds, Strait. Yeah, yeah he like, got how would you Strait? Just like a G-H. Okay, yeah, that way, all right, straight. Yeah, but I believe he has an interesting perspective, and uh, he's one of four, uh, I guess Trump uh, outfitted him as a task force agent to get these, these traffickers or something. But he's got, yeah, he, I think you might, you might find that pretty He like on a YouTube or something? Yeah. I think he's on Facebook, ain't he? Sure. Facebook and I, I, he's on a YouTube video or uh, a site I'll go to. There's claims of a lot of success. One gal, she was looking at 20 years in prison yeah. and had already been sentenced and uh, didn't serve, didn't serve a, a leg, not a day. And this has been a couple, uh, I think a couple years back now since that. Uh-huh. But 
So they talk, you talk a little bit about that. And she come on one video and talked about it, how she was pretty freaked out. And poor Fowney. Oh, sorry. Run that line again. And, how, how that went down. Well, there was four felonies. She put in some paperwork and there was an alleged fraud that took place. And so they jailed her in that. Um, and she bailed out and then went through all the hearings and everything. And then they sentenced her to 20 years in prison. And oh. he went in there with her. Um, or was it? Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She was found guilty by the jury. Um, and she was going to sentencing. I apologize. And he went in with her. And and allegedly they walked out of there and Looked back, ain't done one day, no nothing, no how, and he explains how that went down and what they did and all that. And it was some paperwork he filed and some things, and I just uh, found it interesting. But I actually had the pleasure to meeting the man and uh, oh. shaking his hand, and he was quite a. Uh, uh, I mean, I like him, but you know, everybody likes who they like. But um, I, I sure enjoyed enjoyed him, and I didn't. At the time when I met him was years ago. I didn't wasn't aware of of uh, uh, the intellect, if you will, or the information. But anyways, I, I think you might find that interesting. It's another perspective, but I think it is an eye opener to might some of the so-called. Of, yeah, you know, I'm always looking for little pieces of the puzzle that fit in with everything else I've been led to believe. <laughs> that might yeah, you fill a blank. Every country in the world, uh, allegedly, and lived in China for eight years and various other places. And he has a perspective about the operation of, of so-called law across the globe, and he shares that in some of his videos. And and yeah, check it out, brother. I will, David Strait. I'll be checking that out for sure, man. Thanks. I'll if we if I get back on next week, maybe I'll. We could talk about that subject and see. Like to, yeah, he does it so what is it he's day doing? Day. Uh, like asking questions? Is he looking for a claimant? Yeah, is he like making a no, statement? Or? Called an affidavit of repudiation oh. and something else, I guess, rebuts the presumption, allegedly. Yeah, we, okay. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, uh, that comes down to, Dusty, if, if I'm correct, uh, uh, in, and then we're talking merchant law here, and in commerce, uh, in commerce, uh, an unrebutted affidavit stands as truth in commerce, allegedly as one of the maxims. One thing I found interesting, if I may, Darren, is he 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 said, you know, law stands for land, air, and water, and he says, as long as you, it doesn't matter what so-called jurisdiction you're in, as long as you stay in in, in whichever one you are, don't cross over. And confuse things and stuff. He kind of points out that, which I found uh, interesting. Where if you so much as put this, then <laughs> you're crossing over, and you keep crossing over, and you're confusing, and you're riding the fence. And it's hard to. But no, I think you know, I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. I call again. It's just whacked me in the head, Dusty. Oh, you know what I mean? It, it's like when somebody puts. The, uh, the, the the acronym for fear out there for you, you know, false evidence appearing real, and now you just put that to law, and that just fucking triggers something in my head. Like, I'm gonna be looking this guy up. Thanks. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I get and air water. What fucking? Ah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only three laws in operation today. And he points at some um, things to support his stance on that. And I think he's, I think the brother's got a, I believe he has a great heart and his intent as well. But, I, you know, I mean, that's per one's perspective. But I've been enjoying some of the things um, that he's been sharing. It's been quite an eye opener. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that uh, tip. For sure. And air water. Fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the first time I heard fear. The one for fear. I mean, what other one? There's got to be more out there. Fuck, they're fucking (laughs) with us. Oh, could be all acronyms. Who knows? Fuck. Right. Well, when you the thing about that, what got me with that, Darren, was I looked. I looked at Black's Law. I looked at the Oxford. I looked for what the definition of law is and what it means. And I, oh. I have yet, to, I have yet to come up with anything. Yeah. And when he said that, I was like, wait a minute. Oh. Yeah. Could it be that simple? And so we mix ourselves up with this, right? It could be status. Status thing. Like around here, you have uh, some Indians. I think they're getting wiser, alleged so called Indian, Indians, where. You know, they used to allow themselves to be classified as aboriginals. They go on reserves and they, you know, they get uh, the benefit of not paying taxes and stuff like that. But there's still. And I've, I've had, so I got some friends who they got, the, oh, I got my status card. And, and they, you know, I say, oh, you're aboriginal, right? Yeah, 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 I'm aboriginal. Oh, uh, are you abnormal too? Oh, what do you mean? I said, well, what the fuck? Are you either original or you're aboriginal or you're normal or you're abnormal? What the fuck? Why would you let somebody, you know, and, and you're proud of that status. And, you know, now they now they go to by a different handle. They're starting to, a lot of them are changing to go a different, you know, they don't want to be called that. I think they want to be called indigenous or some fucking or native or... I mean, we're all fucking native of the land. Right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we're born in the water. Maybe that's what where they get this idea from. I don't fucking know. And then we come out to the air, and then we are on the land. Maybe it should be spelled backwards. Water, air, land, because that's how it's, it should be wall. <laughs> or whatever. We're in the water, then we hit the air, and then we're on land. Something else the brother pointed out. He says uh, says he's read the entire tax code allegedly, and he says uh, people in in the tax code it says that wages are tax exempt, but income is taxable money. Yeah. And 
And income uh-huh. is defined as an investment and a return. Exactly. Return. Absolutely, ROI. Yeah. Which I find interesting. Another thing, Darren, I've noticed around <laughs> this, the so-called part of the rock that I'm on, allegedly, it, all the folks acting as uh, our brothers and sisters acting as officers, that, that has been removed from the business cards and now has their full name. And I've dealt with, with uh, several different departments. And on all the cards, it no longer says officer blah, blah, or, or officer and last name. It says first and last name. Yeah, as it should probably. Right. And just something I've noticed different around the parts that I'm at and uh, no longer required to sign the so-called ticket thing. That's been removed from the thing. I asked the one brother, don't you want a signature? No, we don't do that no more. Mm-hmm. I don't give out signatures, but I'll surely give you an autograph for a hundred bucks. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, if you're going to use it to make money for the queen. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey guys. What? <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, I I think I might have some bad news right now to tell to discuss with you guys. I was trying to get a hold of uh, TalkShoe compressed MP3s at Dura and Law because they actually have a lot of the old calls that weren't available uh, on the older talk from the old because there were calls from the older TalkShoe. And I got I'm trying to get in and I can't get in no more. It's like I've been 404. You want them old calls? Some of the old calls will probably be on YouTube, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully, but I mean, there were tons of them that just were not, uh, including uh, Angela Starp's uh, first uh, 400 or so episodes are all gone. Supposedly, uh, a lot of the American Liberties Union ones are gone. Gone. Hey, uh, CFR. American, he knows how the American, to those. What's well, that? Nobody read the terms and conditions where it says as soon as you entered into it with them, all the shit. Who knows? You get in them. Know a brother that Who showed not? me a way into a back door to get those old calls. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Talk to us, man. Yeah. Help us out. All. Um. Or, yeah. Have you got it? Did you set up a Skype account or any of that? Discord or something, Mike? Yeah, yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a Skype account, uh, same name, Money Mike Five Thousand. If you could send, um, I am who I am, a message. Um, I'll send you the information, and he can help you out. He showed yeah. me he didn't. He um, he did a screen share and got me I, in to get some of the old bat calls and that that were deleted okay. that just disappeared. Okay, hang on. Uh, I am who I am. Uh, is that spelled all, uh, all at one time, like with one word and lowercase? Yeah. Okay. You want wait, wait, wait. You want the you want the old back calls? Well, no, well, no, no. The back, the, the but he, so they found a way to backdoor into the old talk shoot calls or something. Oh, really? Damn. He's got a way to talk to talk to his server. Showed it to me, and it's a trip how he can go through and get whatever old calls, and they're all um, saved on the talk shoe stuff. But when you can't get them off of the talk shoe page, anyway, he's got a way. He's a he's a so-called computer genius. So they're kind of like a back CFR. A lot of the, you guys know CFR. 
Oh, CFR. Okay, he gets in there? Yep, he knows how to do it. Okay, so now I see it right here. Uh, There's about three different ones. Uh, Which one do I click? The one with the picture. I'm going to have to get CFR to give me a call to get me back. The one that looks like... Okay, I said there's three different ones. There's uh, one that has a picture of a tree, one that just has IA, and another one that looks like a the picture tree. of a ring. The three. The the third one with that looks like the ring. No, it's a tree. Oh, the tree. Okay. People. The people. The roots okay. are the people, and the trees. Oh, the they hide it. The All right, so I'll give you the. All right. What were you saying, Darren? Oh. I forgot. <laughs> you know what? I actually got to check out. It's like after one here, and Rufus wants to go. He's bugging me to go home, and uh, I got to get up early. Love you, brother. Great talking to you guys. And, uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully catch up next week. I'm gonna check this guy out, Dusty. Appreciate All right, that. I'm just, I'm just waiting for you to, for uh, for you to accept an invitation. Apparently, I did it by sending a message. So there it is. Cool. All right, man. Great. I'll send you, I'll send right, you contact you. information. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it, Dust. Yep. yep. No worries, brother. Cool. Anyhow. Mm-hmm. Checking out, guys. Peace. Love you all. Right. Peace. Yeah. Peace. Keep on the journey. Yeah, right on. Guy, uh, Texas, Mount- Texas Mountain, you still over on my call? You're just listening or sleeping? or? Yeah, I guess you're tweeting. I won't bother you then. You're just sleeping. <clears throat> I-, I can stay a while and shoot this shit. <clears throat> David and 609. Everybody else is off the call. I mean, Mikey's still on, muted out, but he's probably done. Context sent to conversation. All right. All right, so I guess that's the. Oh, wait. He's typing. Okay, still. Okay. That'd be cool if he had the old. That's the that's the contact info there, and ask ask him. He can I believe I'm led to believe he can get any calls that have been deleted off of TalkShoe. So yeah, check him out and then download. Them. <laughs> I'm gonna download all of them. Here we go. Cool. <laughs> well, what a good, what a good call. It's been an amazing call. The fun. Are you guys, are you guys trying to for me activate the old talk shoe page, or you just want to get the the audio? Well, I'm led to believe Mike's looking at some other other shows that were going or are going um, from years back that. Right. Are Archive. missing the files for some of the arc, uh, recorded shows, so he's looking at trying to get those and uh, 
seriously yeah. think about I'm seriously thinking talk about uh, I'm seriously thinking about doing either a separate um, call or actually creating a, my own web page called talk to archive project and with all the all the old talk shoes you know pre 2015 or 2016 whatever it is cool for all the, all the channels or just particular ones as many as I can. Well, I mean, usually the particular ones about the law, but uh, there's there's a couple of nice funny calls that uh, I used to know, uh, like old stuff from uh, Todd Morris and uh, uh, Goofy Bone and uh, Prankville. Uh, what was the other guys? Uh, ah, snap. Um, ah, shit. Um, what's his name? The King. Uh, and then uh, there's maybe some little offbeat calls based on Carl stuff. Uh, one's called Uncommon Sense. The King? Yeah, The King. The King. You're talking about uh, uh, Thornton? Bill Thornton? No, not Bill Thornton, but even some of Bill Thornton's stuff was nice, uh, Richard Cornforth. Oh, you're not talking about the Servant King? No. The, one, the guy that's up in Canada? No, nah, there's this one guy, he's just simply called The King. He would just talk about okay. anything. He would just talk all by himself sometimes. But uh, I got yeah, a nice report. Or uh, Grumpy Rich. Um, who's the other guy? Gordon Hall. I like to get the contracts in motion uh, talk shoes. Um, they're they're not very they're not too useful, but they're they're entertaining sometimes. That's the one that contains uh, the episode. That, I mean, that, that's the full. Like part where uh, the we're we're like on Carl Lentz's website is that Carl Lentz destroys Gordon Hall, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then there's another one called Snafu. Uh, then I think there's oh in Eucadia, that I would love to try to get it. Uh, even some of Doug Rill's old stuff, uh, um, Rod Class's old stuff, uh, Sam Davis. Some of it's useless now, but I mean, it's it's entertaining, and I think it's important to archive all that shit. Um, might even might even bump into some uh, old uh, might even might even bump into the unreleased calls uh, that Carl Lentz had, because he had about thirty or forty of them uh, on his call. He was always offering them out as a bribe or something. <laughs> I tried twice to donate and I didn't get shit from him. Fucker. <laughs> Up your ass, Carl. <laughs> Watch your language, please. Well, I didn't get a reply yet, but hopefully I will in the future. All right, so um, that's enough of that. Oh, you will, for sure. Um, the other thing, too, is... Um, yeah. Um, about archiving all, I just I just download onto the to the hard drive and make a copy of that. Yeah. 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 Because if anybody has old talk shoes pre twenty sixteen, uh, I like to you know. Yeah, I like to yeah, like especially if you have them on Google Drive. That would be a great way to share. I know that uh, 
I know that the back, the old back calls are done that way through the speak with the claimant site, which he updated, I believe, a few a couple of months ago. Aside <clears throat> from that, I think that's it. I might head out soon too. Texas Mountain, I'm going to probably take off. You tweeping Texas Mountain? All right, that's okay. I'm going to mute you out. <coughs> All right, guys, I'll see you guys later. Take care. Yeah. All right, brother. All right, man. Good night. Yep, good night. All right. Love you, brothers and sisters. Good call. Thanks for being on the call. See you next week. Same time, same channel. Good night. Good night, Mikey. Batman Jr. Thanks, brother.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.